such a beautiful sound. Welcome back to Dirt Tracks and Rear Bracks, episode 122. Me and Bunner here holding the fort down as always. Special guest for everybody today. I'm thinking if you've ever been to a World of Outlaw race, you may have seen this guy once or two, once or twice. We got Wes Irwin of Living Like Outlaws. Wes, Wes Irwin down in Florida. What's going on, dude? Hey, what's up, brother? How are you guys doing? You guys doing okay? I hope you're all warm and toasty where you're at. Oh, yeah. We got the heat on in the house. <laughs> Pretty warm inside here, yeah. <laughs> I'd like to yeah, say we, we have the AC on, but we don't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we are just talking about it today. Um, yeah. You know, how it's gotten cold down here. for It's going to be cold for a few days, and, uh, you know, people don't realize that. It does get cold down here, this part of Florida anyway. Um, I'm very fortunate through my job uh, to be able to live pretty much at racetracks all year round and that's what i do in the winter time i i reside at solution speedway park which is owned by world racing group my employer so you know we got a little little campground down here so it ain't it ain't southwest florida where i used to live fort myers beach but it, it's it's i'm in florida and that's all that matters to me it's it a little colder up here but um man i'm I, you know like i always tell everybody when they ask me how i'm doing i'm like i'm pretty much living the dream and it, it's fun and i'm i'm having a great time Hell yeah, it looks like, uh, at least from the looks of your page and your social media, that you'd, uh, you do that, so, <laughs> uh, yeah, pretty sweet. You know, deal. that's, that, you know, the living like outlaws thing is really, uh, it's really taken off. I mean, I don't remember why or when I even started it, to be honest with you. I just started it for, you know, a little extra stuff to do because I, I always, me personally, I like challenging myself, so, uh, I've always been into the media part of things. I mean, I always told people I was better at running my mouth than I was running my race car. So, you know, it's like I I feel like, you know, now working for the World of Outlaws, NASA Andrew Sprint Car Series, it was like uh, these guys gave me a big stage to be on. And, uh, you know, it's kind of cool because, uh, you know, we touched on it, me and you, when we were talking in private, you know, it's nobody else is doing this and yeah. nobody else will be able, 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 able to do it in the whole world. And, uh, so I got this little niche, and it's starting to turn into something. And I think basically what I have in front of me is a, a page where, um, you know, a, a race fan, especially in the sprint car world, or more or less even a World of Outlaws fan in particular, can come on my page and find out uh, what there is to do around the track we might be at, be at that week. And it's become kind of like a fan guide, I guess you could say. Yeah, yeah, you got uh, all kinds of beers and food and uh, racetracks and all kinds of stuff. So you definitely got yeah, all that covered. Yeah, we want to we want to show them. Uh, you know, we want I want that person that's always wanted to go to. We'll just use that as an example. That's always wanted to go to say, um, you know, well, Knoxville Raceway is a giveaway. Everybody knows much, pretty much about that. I don't need to promote that place, but if somebody ever wanted to go to a track they might not have ever been at and they've heard a little bit about it. You know, there's not a lot of information out there socially if I'm taking my travel trailer, my camper, my RV, whatever, to this two-day show, and I don't know much about it other than on the track. Well, you know, you can get on my page, and I can tell you a little bit about where to eat, where, what the camping's like there, you know, uh, where's a good place to hang out, and what kind of weather they have, and anything, anything, any kind of details you might you might need for, you know, that track. I'm trying to put it out there for people. Oh, yeah, it's helpful stuff for sure. Um, I do remember, I don't know, I followed your page, I think, pretty well when it had first started because I saw it as, like, a suggested page. 
and it was like Living mm-hmm. Knockout always had a picture of the the big blue hauler on there or whatever, and I was like, okay, well, you know, it's got to be racing related, right? So <laughs> I hit follow. Yeah, and, right, right. Uh, yeah, it's it's been a ride, man. I'm sure you're just seeing all the, uh, the followers and everything join and people you've met through it. So uh, yeah, pretty, pretty I mean, it's, it's it's freaking awesome, and you know, the 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 cool thing about it all too is, you know, I've been out here seven years now, and uh, it's hard to believe I'm even saying that, but because it feels like I've been out here forever, but uh, it's just seven years, but in seven years time with through the page and and just being like recognized as being in the the merchandise trailer which i'll touch on that a little later but that's not where i was supposed to be all this time but (laughs) being in that having this page has uh created a lot of relationships for me with people and uh i got good friends everywhere and i mean when i say if i need something and i'm out on the road i pretty much can get it and that's not I'm not trying to blow smoke or anything like that or yeah. asking for a trophy. It's just I made a lot of friendships, and uh, that's probably the coolest thing about all of it, you know. And um, it's kind of fun because some of these people you don't see but once a year for a week, four days, five days, whatever it may be. And, you know, that makes it even more fun when you're getting back into that town and seeing those people again that you haven't seen in a year, you know. Because yeah. a little bit has changed since then or whatever the case may be. But, um, you know, I'm not – I'm not doing the same thing every day and I don't even know if I could do that anymore. And, uh, you know, like thinking nothing against people that work nine to five or punch a time clock, but I couldn't do it. man. there's no goddamn way. (laughs) I, I got it too good out here and, and, and I live, I live a a good life. And, uh, um, you know, it has some ups and downs, obviously. I don't want everybody to think, you know, that this is all rainbows and puppy dogs out here because it's not for everybody to, uh, you know, want to drive up and down the road like we do and live like we do and, you know, live on limited amount of sleep. It, it, it's tough. It can be tough at times and you're responsible for a lot of things. You're representing something that's bigger than all of us, you know, and uh, in, in our sport. And so you're always got to be on your best behavior and you just got to watch everything you do. So it, you know, it has the ups and downs, but it certainly has more ups than downs. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's, that's always good. So, so you've been with Outlaws for or World Racing Group for seven years, but where'd you grow up? And what uh, for people that don't know, uh, you know, where'd you, you know, your racing career? You were racing jet skis and things like that. So give us a little yeah, you know, cliff notes yeah, of that. I um, you know, I I got you know, I'm born into like most of us that you know follow racing or any of your listeners. A, a lot of us uh, have been around the sport for our whole life, and I'm I'm one of those guys, and uh, you know, family race cars and things like that. Uh, in Pennsylvania, and uh, you know, I, I got to do some uh, car racing for sure. I, I raced uh, some sprint cars up there. I raced some stock cars prior to, but uh, before all that, I actually raced uh, jet skis uh, for quite a few years. Uh, so I grew up in Pennsylvania, but spent a lot of my adult life here in Florida. So I kind of say I'm about fifty-fifty now on the on the time frame, and. Uh, I claim Florida is home now, though, but I spent more of my time here <laughs> yeah. in in the recent in the recent past, and uh, you know, for quite a few years. But um, you know, I, I dabbled in, in in racing. I might not have been the best, but uh, again, you know, I'm very, I'm very. I don't know if I'm say I'm good at media or tooting my horn, but I try my best to toot my horn. I mean, I, when I was racing sprint cars, I even had the opportunity to go race in Australia. And not a lot of guys that are no names like me get a chance to do that, but through uh, uh, some family and sponsorship over there. Um, you know, um, I got to go over there and race. I mean, 
not too many people get to say that, so I'm very fortunate. You know, I mean, I was walking around in the the, the pits over there at Archer Field Speedway uh, one that's one summer or one winter, I should say. It's winter, summer over there basically, <laughs> but winter here. And uh, you know, I'm walking by Brad Sweet and Donnie Shots, and I'm thinking, this guy's don't even know who the hell I am, but I'm over here too, you know. But uh, yeah, um, you know, it's just really cool. Some of the things I've gotten to do and. I will always be able to cherish the moments that I did race and get to say that I've done it. And uh, well, I've not been been the best race car driver in the world, but I did okay for myself, you know. Uh, you know, some financially and, and some injuries and things like that kind of forced me out of that. And, you know, they always say when you're not having fun anymore, it's probably time to do something else. But, you know, again, fortunate to stay in the sport just on the other side of the fence. And, uh, you know, at first, you know, hearing the cars fire up and, uh, it drove me a little nuts because I wish I could still do it sometimes. But the the feeling goes away pretty quickly when I when I look at my wallet and see how much money I have in it. <laughs> right. and, uh, you know, I'm not uh, you know I'm not recouping a, a, an injury, but, but uh, I miss it sometimes. But I feel like I have an opportunity to help the sport, so I'm going to do it this way. And um, again, you know, just uh, grew up Pennsylvania, Florida. I've called Pennsylvania, Florida home and uh, just around racing my whole entire life, no matter what I was doing. Um, I, uh, you know, it, it, you know, it, it was a good thing for me. So I'm trying to give back to the sport that gave everything to me. So it's cool. Hell yeah. So what about uh, the world racing group? How'd that all start getting with them? Well, you know, um, I was trying to look back. Somebody asked me that the other day and I, you know, uh, just, Basically, um, when I stopped racing sprint cars up in Pennsylvania, I, I got the, I got the, um, I was fortunate enough to work for with, with Scott Gobrecht for one year. Uh, when Scott bought Susquehanna, the first year he owned it, I, I helped him there with uh, him and Colton Goss and his staff. And uh, you know, I kind of knew I wasn't going to race anymore, but um, I was still in the sport, and I was looking for something maybe just a little bit more, and. You know, some people I knew that were already in the World Racing Group kind of, I kind of got a hold of them and did some talking and I got a little bit of help from some friends already in the company. And uh, that's pretty much how I got in, you know, um, nice. had some, had some friends, you know. Yeah. It's not what you know, it's who you know. That's what they say. Yeah. A lot, and a lot of times, you know, for, for most people that know our sport really well, that's how it goes in this sport. And, uh, you know, it's definitely a hard company to get in. Uh, any racing series really and uh, again you know it's uh you know it's it's not the most normal job in the world that's for sure but um (laughs) yeah i I just was fortunate enough to know some people and that's how i got in that deal so how uh then you did you want to talk about how the guy you weren't supposed to be in the merch trailer but you're doing it now or you want to touch on that well you know it's kind (laughs) of funny you know i i kind of took the job but you know expressed that I'd like to be more of the action where perhaps being a, an official on the track and, and things like that. But, you know, we just got really, uh, I got really good at what I do for them. And I think maybe I kind of, how do you say that? I shot myself in the foot a little bit, yeah. you know, and yeah. you know, they take care of me. Uh, you yeah. know, they take really good care of me to stay in that trailer. Yeah. And once I started the living like outlaws, uh, platform, I realized that, I'm probably better off staying in the trailer because this is how I have uh, contact with all of these people. Yeah. Um, they come to the races and you know, I'm whether they follow my page or not, 
in that merchandise trailer, I see probably 95% of the people that are at that race that night, you know, yeah. um, and actually exchange, you know, words with them or whatever the case may be. So I, I got to know a lot of people that way. And then when I started that page is like, Holy crap. Now, now it's getting really crazy. So, yeah. you know, <laughs> I'm, I faced the facts that, um, you know, I'm probably going to stand there for a while. I mean, ever given another opportunity to, to do something with, with the company, I would, but I'd want to stay on the road. Um, it's for me. I like it. I like that lifestyle. So that's how the uh, Volusia Speedway Park thing came into play. Um, so I come down here and stay. Um, one, because I can hook up to the in the campground here. And, you know, I don't have a house anymore. I'm full-time RVer now. Yeah. And uh, basically, I, I live in a, I'm living in the Toter home year-round. Now, I don't have the Toter with me this winter because it's getting some repairs done to it that can't be done down here. So um, I have uh, an RV down here at the moment and i'll get the toter and trailer back here in january and get it back down here but i started coming to volusia speedway park because i became friends with uh shane wood and, and frank and all the guys that do the safety down here at the track and uh you know i, I started playing official and safety official with them and um so i come down here for all their winter racing and get to do that officiating and that you know that action you know getting on the track and pushing guys off and getting to the accident scene and trying to you know get things to go faster, move faster is a challenge as well. And, uh, that kind of fulfills my need for that. And, uh, you know, down here at Volusia Speedway Park, they have, you know, they have quite a few winter races while I'm here, uh, four major events while I'm down here. So, you know, I get my fill, I get to run around in the buggy and, uh, you know, not play anymore. Now I'm, you know, I'm actually <laughs> serious about it and, you know, I really, um, get in there, you know? Yeah. So, that that's where that came into play so i'm kind of getting the best of both worlds i guess you could say yeah, well, yeah. since you're there i mean i know we got a few more races left but uh how's how has the 2023 season been for you oh wow man i tell you like i don't you know usually the season seems like it lasts forever and it's like i love that i love it i never want it to end and when it does end it's not you know our off time's not very long anyway that goes by pretty quick but this year, just uh, the last month and a half, I kind of, it just seemed super busy for whatever reason. I don't, not really sure why. And it seemed to go super fast. So, uh, a very fast paced 2023 on my side of the fence, anyway. Uh, I don't know if everybody else felt that way, but um, I don't. It just went super fast. And I hope it slows down a little bit going into 2024. But, yeah. um, you know, I haven't seen anything on our schedule yet. And sometimes I get lucky enough to get a sneak preview of that, but I don't. I have not been privy to that this year, but I, I am aware of the fact that the schedule is done. Um, you know, normally people are asking me constantly now, sending me messages about, are you going to be racing here? Are you going to be racing there as a schedule out? Well, you know, if you, if you think about it, if you go back a few years, most schedules were released during PRI, which is coming up yep. in a couple weeks. Th that's and, this weekend, uh, actually. Yeah. No, so, it's next you weekend. know, sorry, next weekend, next weekend, the ninth. so obviously you're going to see it pop up here real soon. Um, the, the late miles, our late mile series has released theirs. Uh, the extreme midgets have released theirs. So I'm pretty sure ours, ours is going to pop out here maybe this week even, or maybe even this weekend. So um, patience is a virtue. That's all I can say. Yeah. But I'm looking forward to, to seeing the schedule. I, I, I'm hoping to see some uh, new tracks on there. And uh, obviously there's always going to be some familiar ones uh, for your bigger races and things that have become tradition. But um 
I'm hoping it's a good schedule. I'm hoping we get to see uh, keep hitting all four corners of the world here a little bit, or or the country rather. And uh, I guess we'll see. Uh, I'll know when everybody else knows. So uh, this year, going into it. Yeah, we can't wait to see that. We all we're all sitting on pins and needles. So <laughs> I know. Yeah, and everybody's you know with the with the, all this starting up with high limits and obviously. You know, everybody's wondering, okay, what's going to happen here? What's going to happen there? You know, and it's a lot of rumors flying around. I'm sure you guys heard it, you know, you see it. Yeah. And uh, you just always remember they're always just rumors. Um, yeah. You know, like we just announced uh, today that Gio, Gio Selzy was, Giovanna Selzy was coming back to the World of Outlaws. But if you would have watched social media for the last month, he wasn't coming back, you know. But yeah. that just goes to show you nobody really knows until they know. And, uh, you know, it's just. I was on my uh, page the other day doing a little venting and about how I, I've seen a lot of stuff with this going on. And, you know, hey, look, I hope for the best for everybody because at the end of the day, it's all 410 sprint car racing. Yeah. And uh, not, not, not saying that 410s are better than any sprint car racing, but they're both series are 410 sprint car races. And you want to see everybody do well and everybody get to race. And you want to see hopefully new tracks will get one of those series in their neighborhood so people can go in and experience for the first time. But I've seen a lot of people, you know, wishing bad on one of the other series. And I'm thinking to myself, that's not a true fan. You know, yeah, um, yeah. you know, it's all racing. It's all related. You're going to see the high limits. Got The guys that are going to go high limits are going to be here for their car nationals come February. Everybody will be here. You know, they'll all run the big shows. Um, you know, it's unfortunate that we won't hear that all-star name anymore. But, you know, times and things change. And, uh all we want to do is hope for the best for everybody and everybody gets along and, you know, racing continues. I mean, that's what we're all about, you know, and, you know, I see these fans that got to get on there and run their yappers and uh, just got to question their, their loyalty to this, to this sport sometimes. And we talk about that all the time. <laughs> yeah. What, why are you just putting yeah. somebody down or putting another group down? Like, it, right. It's all well, racing. You know, we love it. You know what? I, I tell people this all the time and I just, you know, I'm not no expert or anything like that, but you know, I, I feel like I have a right to express my opinion because I am in the sport. But, you know, when you badmouth a series, a track, a driver, all, all you're doing is hurting the sport you claim to care about. And, you know, uh, I use I use like Williams Grove as an example only because, you know, I know a lot about Williams Grove and we race there a lot, obviously. And it's it's very historical. And, yeah. you know, it's 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 maybe not had some of the the. Uh, most exciting races in the past but you know when the fans that get which is funny because i know a lot of people up there because of, of racing in that area yeah and yeah you know the people that get on on social media and, and and bitch about the place and and bring it down a notch or two i see them in the stands when i'm there it's like okay it made no sense why did you even talk about it you know <laughs> but what you did right there was you hurt the opportunity for that track to pick up a new sponsor to make more money and maybe hopefully better things. Or you hurt that driver that a sponsor was thinking about sponsoring that races at that track on a weekly basis. You know, you just hurt them because believe me, man. And this is where like, we'll, we'll, we can touch on my youth program later, but this is what I'm trying to teach my kids is like, when you get on social media, this is a good thing. Social media is a good thing, and people use it for evil. we got to try to use it for good. But the, the thing is, is sponsors follow this stuff. You know what I mean? There's yeah. a lot of businesses anymore today that kind of rely on social media more than they do anything. And, uh, you know, when you're knocking something down, 
you know, you're, you're, you're going to hurt it because, you know, I'm a business owner and I'm like, you know, I was thinking about putting a billboard up at this track, but man, I see all these people complaining about it. I think I'm not going to do it. So now you just blew it for them, you know? And it's like, you know, you're, you just, sometimes our fans are our own worst nightmares. And, uh, I just wish it all, you know, just be happy that we have the sport alive and, and still kicking. So, yeah, for sure. And yeah, like you said, like one week they'll be bitching the next week they'll be, you know, flip flop the other way. So I don't know. You yeah, can't, it make, you make, can't any... make everybody happy. So no, you can't. And that, and that's the world today. And unfortunately, you know, uh, I did a podcast during, uh, when COVID was kind of loosening up a little bit and I was asked if I, what I thought fans would be like when we got back out there and started racing again. And I think a couple of weeks later we did start racing again. And I, I said, I said, you know what I think? I think fans are going to be really, really nice and really grateful because they just realized that what, what could not be someday, you yeah. know, they just got a taste of it. Yeah. But I would, man, was I wrong. Man, <laughs> these freaking people came out, they came out here in titles is all hell. And, uh, <laughs> it's, it's it's unfortunate you know but yeah um it the, the the whole pandemic changed the world in every aspect you can imagine um you know to to even like going to the the local bar the local restaurant has changed it immensely but it set, certainly changed our sport but i think our sport prevailed during that time frame and you know uh, like dirt track racing became pretty popular again yeah. and uh we just hope that that you know that remains uh with all this craziness that's going on this winter and the end of the season nonsense that's going on you know hopefully that you know people don't get all wrapped up in all the rumors and just support everything you know yeah yeah that's all you can hope for but talking about some schedule stuff and past races um i don't know we've touched on it before like in person but the whole bristol deal we they experimented with that again in a couple of years but i know you weren't a fan really of it but uh, it was kind of cool to see them back there that it, you know they won't be back again i wouldn't think but uh you know um it was cool that that, that first year whatever it was, 2021 years i believe were in between. Yeah, yeah i don't I, I don't remember how many years were in between from when they were there last oh yeah it was, uh, 2001 it was I believe, a bunch was the was the last yeah. year there. 20 years in between something huh? like yeah and i mean it was crazy busy i mean i i gotta be honest with you man like I'm again, I'm, I, even in the merchandise field, people are like, "Man, so you don't get to watch any racing?" I get to watch all the racing, really. I do. Uh, when our cars on the track, I'm usually in the stand somewhere on the corner there. You'll see me standing somewhere, but you know, I'm fortunate that my coworker Anastasia she she don't mind not watching it. So it's not real busy racetracks when uh, our cars on the track. Nobody's really down in the midway, but that place was nonstop, dude. I never even lifted my head. Um, <laughs> so. I don't even, that was like a big blur to me, Yeah. <laughs> but, um, I know that everybody was super excited about it. And then we came back the following year and, uh, it wasn't as successful, I don't think. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I'm not sh- quite sure the drivers really cared for it that much, to be yeah. honest with you. I mean, pretty, sketchy. No secret that. pretty sketchy. Yeah. It, was, it looked like it was, I mean, for the few times I did go out there and watch a lap or two, it, it, it looked very sketchy. Um, I know I would have been in my pants, so, um, <laughs> I don't know how, you know, drivers aren't afraid of a lot of things, but when you know that things are a little out of, out of control and you can't control it, yeah, it, it, it probably bothers you a little bit. So, um, you know, I, again, it was just such a fast blur that year, the yeah. first year back or whatever, 2021. And, uh, 
um, you know, I don't know if we'll win or if we'll ever see it again. Um, maybe it's one of them races that has to be like every 10 years or every five years. Yeah. I, I don't know, you know, to, to make it, um, inviting, but yeah. you know, and, and, you know, we're not in 2021 too, man. I'm, you know, people didn't have a lot of options for things to do. So yeah. our sport was kind of like very fortunate in that way, but you know, everybody's kind of back to normal and, like you can go to a concert, you can go to a baseball game, you can go to anything now, yeah. and you know I feel like people have more choices. So it, you got to make these these events really really inviting to people anymore because you know camping, whatever people just do a lot more these days. There's a lot more options out there for for you and your family, and you got to keep you know it's something I keep saying, man. You got just got to keep like making it better every time you can you can do something. You got to make the sport better. You got to make it inviting so people come, especially our, the youth today. You know, yeah. like um, I don't, you know, me personally, I'm not bad mouthing my company or any company or any track, but I don't think any of us work hard enough on that. And uh, that's something that I thrive on uh, a lot. Is you know, you want those kids to remember this. Uh, all those kids are going to grow up. They're going to go in the military. They're going to go to college. You're going to get married. They're going to have families, but damn it if they had a good time at the races when they were growing up they're coming back and they're bringing their family so yeah um you got to make this stuff memorable for people and uh i think today we need to just stop worrying about all the hubbub that's out there and just concentrate on making our product better and uh you know i do whatever i got to do to 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 uh play my part in that and uh i feel like the living like outlaws platform helps a little bit so um we're gonna do the best you know we're gonna do the best we can Oh yeah, yeah, you're doing a good job of that, and um, thanks, man. So you want to go ahead and like talk about the youth program, tell everybody what it's about? And... Yeah, you know, I, again, you know, knowing that I had this big like kind of stage to work off of, um, you know, obviously my stuff got a little popular because I work for the World of Outlaws, and I thought well, I'm not going to hog this all up myself. Let's let's help some people out, and what what better way to help a kid that's in racing? get noticed a little more so i started my little living like outlaws youth program and it grew it's tremendous now i mean i got 16 kids right now and and then i'm uh, adding a few more which because i have a hard time saying no to these kids man and uh, but i got to be careful too if it's too big then you kind of take away from some of it but it's it's a place for them to come up they do some videos for me and stuff and uh it's it's grown a little more from that and I'm starting to do, uh, I'm going to be doing a lot more things with my group, but um, it's a place for them to do their little 30 second to a minute videos and, and talk about their life on and off the track. They, they look like rock stars, man, you know, and it's like, it's, it's really cool because all these kids come from a different uh, part of the country, uh, different walks of life, different cars that they race, um, even trying to get some non-dirt people involved in I'm going to be talking to this little drag racer girl. Hopefully she'll want to get on there. And there I just go. feel like it's cool that all these kids are doing this, you know, one way or the other, they're in our sport and, uh, the sport of racing. And, uh, so they come on my page and get to, you know, like be better at speaking. Uh, they get to talk about their sponsors, which I guarantee you their sponsors like, and, yeah. um, yeah. you know, I, I know it's working because I've had some of the parents, uh, um, expressed to me that they had picked up sponsors because of being on the page and, that's cool you know if that's that's what it's about i'm trying to help these kids grow yeah. uh their their social media presence so that way when they become adults and they're still racing they're already ahead of the game man 
they're already rock stars and uh that's what we're working on and i got some kids that are characters i'm telling you like (laughs) some of them are are better at media than grown-ass adults and uh (laughs) you know it's it's just wild that some of them um if you watch their videos how good they are at it and you know they gain confidence too you know it's a confidence booster and i also think it's like important that they not only talk about racing but they talk about the things they do in school because i i'm hoping other kids are watching them and saying well shit you know well i hope they're not saying that but yeah <laughs> uh, they're, they're saying well if they can do it yeah you know i can do it you know and uh maybe open parents their eyes a little more to it you know and uh yeah. you know and obviously everything i do with these kids is done you know 100 percent through their family you know i'm not i don't just pick up these kids and and, and expose them i mean yeah. it's all dealt with with their families and we're very 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 cautious about yeah what we're doing and they're they're monitoring their pages a little bit better because their pages are growing now obviously and we all know and it ain't just racing there's some weirdos out there so yeah for sure <laughs> uh, we definitely got to protect them and uh yeah. uh we work hard at that but it's it's quite a cool little program and I'm going to be announcing some other kids here real soon. I just got to get a hold of them and uh, have some phone meetings with them and their parents. And uh, we're going to try and do a little bit more for them going into to 2024 and make that program grow a little bit. So I've actually been talking to some of the um, um, industry, you know, some of the, uh, the product, the industry uh, in racing, some of the product people and uh, maybe trying to get some discounts and things like that, you know. So uh, this is something I'm trying to move forward with, and you know where we can, we can talk as a group through our, through our WhatsApp, and I'm hoping to send them some literature on you know picking up sponsors, taking care of sponsors, you know things like that, and uh, yeah, it's, it's fun, you know, it's, it's fun watching these kids grow up, you know, they it, it's kind of weird, you know, like when I first started doing it, it's like you know I was just it it was like a job more than anything, but now these kids have become so important to me. Like I care about each and every one of them. They're awesome kids. And, uh, I was very fortunate this year to see a lot of them out, out at racetracks. And, uh, that's really, really, really cool when they come up to see and make you smile. And, uh, I'm happy for them all. And they, they almost become like family to you. And, uh, so, you know, I can watch some of them grow already. And it's like, some of them are getting out of their, their quarter midgets and going into micro sprints and, One's going into uh, one's going from a go kart to a uh, a B mod. Like this is pretty cool watching these kids transition into bigger cars and and just to be part of it's really pretty special. Yeah, man, that's definitely cool. And and I think you've even seen a few. Uh, you get when you're in the area if they're racing, you've you've maybe visited a couple races that they've been at. But yeah, that's that's cool for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm hoping you know um, to catch some of these kids racing, but that's kind of hard to do. Uh, yeah with our schedule oh, but yeah. you know uh i have gotten to see a few of them race when we're out at knoxville you know they have the uh, outlaw carts out there early in the week and uh i got to see uh, uh, a few of them actually run uh, there run some outlaw carts out there so that was pretty special and pretty cool for me oh yeah so yeah that's pretty cool what you're doing there uh thanks for covering all that so um i know we touched on a little bit earlier but What's your thoughts besides uh, what's your thoughts on the high limit acquisition and well besides you said it's all 410 racing and that's all good but um, I guess it's good for the sport other than yeah like you said I don't like that the all star name's gone but it, that is what it is I guess so you know yeah I mean again all things have to change things things have to come to an end unfortunately but uh, you know and that's 
just probably because, uh, you know, Tony was moving into a different world and, you know, Hey, that's his life, you know, and if he needs to, uh, you know, he's going in a different direction, he's going in a different direction. Um, you know, again, competition is good for everybody. And, uh, that's, that's what this is all. I, this is how I look at it. It's like, this is just competition, you know, and, uh, you know, it, it doesn't, the all-star guys are still there. It just yeah. kind of changes some of the factors for them. Um, I don't, uh, I don't wish anything bad on anybody. Hopefully everybody makes the right choice. That's going to make them successful going into 2024. And uh, that's all we can hope for. But, you know, I haven't really talked about it with anybody, to be honest with you. Nobody really comes to me. I think maybe people know I'm kind of super positive about stuff, you yeah. know, and I probably wouldn't, you know, I'm one of them guys is like, you see on my page, I'm out eating at a restaurant and I, I praise it and I give them the thumbs up, but everybody's like, well, they can't all be good. And you're right. They're not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've been some places that suck ass, and um, but you're not going to post that on. You're not going to post that. Yeah, I yeah. just on my page, I decided that I'm never ever going to post anything bad about anybody. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's not right. You know, it's uh, uh, I'm not the judge and juror of anything, but I will tell people about good stuff. If it's bad, I just don't got nothing to say about it. Yeah, and I pretty much do the same thing with this whole deal going on. Going on, just you know, I'm. I just hope at the end of the day. All the fans can be happy, and we all get to see racing. We all get along, though. So. <laughs> yeah, that's the main thing. <laughs> yes, sir. So, do you have any like armchair ideas for a world racing group? Things that? Oh man, I'm sure. I'll tell you. Uh, oh my God, do I have so many all the time? How much time we got? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah talk, well, talking you to you in person, we've seen a bunch <laughs> of them. I'm I'm hoping that they kind of let me run a little more with some of the ideas I want to put into the midway side of things for, for the fans, because it's like this, man, you know, there's people that come to these races super goddamn early and I, I don't understand it, but I, I don't argue with it. That's great. They're excited about being there. I always got to put myself in their shoes. And then you're at, you know, you're at a lot of racetracks where, you know, people are camping. So the midway is an important part of the whole event. Um, uh, that's the, that's the start of the show, you know? And, uh, I'm hoping that I have some great ideas and I'm hoping that they listen to me and uh, at least try to work with me a little bit on it. I mean, I know it's hard, yeah. you know, they're running a, they're running a business here. So, you know, obviously you can't do everything, but, and, and obviously I can't do everything. Um, it's, it's kind of hard to do my job and then do other things at the same time. But, uh, I do got some ideas, but I think you're going to see a lot of fun stuff coming out of my, uh, living like outlaws platform where fans can be more involved with that. Um, so we got some big plans there and hopefully I can pull some of them off. And, uh, I know every year I'm like, I got some big plans and I do, um, you know, when we were speaking off, off the phone here, um, uh, you know, it's just, I want to make sure that, you know, if I start something, I finish it. So I'm very careful about when I start something and make sure it's going to, it's going to work. Otherwise I'm just wasting everybody's time. But, um, I, I got a lot of plans for myself and I need to work on, and, and hopefully uh, you'll see some new things in the Midway at a World of Outlaws National Year Sprint Car Series event, and uh, it'll be a lot more exciting, a little more fun, and uh, that's all I can say about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Can't give away too much just yet. Well, I, dude, I got a list, but, like, I can tell you guys, but that doesn't mean that's going to happen. So, yeah. again, yeah. one of them deals where, like, if any, I'm not going to talk about it unless I know it's going to happen. I learned at an early 
Well, I shouldn't say an early age. <laughs> I've I've got myself in a lot of trouble, insert foot and mouth kind of thing. And, yeah. um, you know, you learn. Yeah. And you learn to just kind of try to bite your tongue more these days. And uh, it's no secret. I'm not I'm not no spring chicken anymore. But, um, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm try, always trying to do the right thing. Yep. I didn't always do the right thing. Uh, we all had our things. We all had our things in life, you know. Yeah. And uh, you know, we had a lot of fun this year on the road too. And you know, we had, I had the I had the fortune of hanging out with uh, who we call Chewy, uh, that worked for Jeff, who worked for uh, the Forty One team the last two years. So him and I, him and I went on a lot of adventures. And people were like, "Why are you always with that guy?" Well, it, it's a pretty simple thing. Um, you know, we both we both live in toter homes on the road, so. Um, obviously we're not staying in hotels like everybody else. And so, you know, we could park at tracks or we could park at, you know, again, having all these or something like that. Well, not even now, now things have changed so much with the living like Otwalls deal. Like people have gotten me hookups everywhere. So there's always some place to park because of a follower. And it's pretty awesome. Uh, but Uh, you know, we're always together. So we, we spent two years together and hanging out and, uh, we've, we've had some fun and we probably have some stories that I could probably never repeat, um, <laughs> anywhere, even if you guys are like, you know, a little, little, uh, easy on, it doesn't matter what we say here. There's yeah. some, there's some good stories, but, uh, I'm sure, you know, I'm sure. I could... uh, you know, I definitely, I definitely enjoy myself out here no matter what age I am, because like, Hey man, I get to do this and I'm going to do it. You know, I'm going to live my life a little bit too, because, we're getting to see things that a lot of people don't get to see. And uh, it's really, really, it's badass for sure. What What are some of like the behind the scenes kind of things that you can talk about that, that, that goes on with the li- well, that goes on with life on the road and late nights? Well, you go out and do, uh, you know, just some river floating and stuff like that. Or, you know, what's oh, yeah, some I things mean, to pass like the time just, when you're out on the road? Yeah, you know, it, you know, I'm, again just super fortunate to be in this position but like you know um you know staying at kenny wallace's house i mean that is the that's the best time of the whole year um i get to stay there like two or three times a year um you know there's certain places we go to in wisconsin like you guys touched on the the river float we didn't do one this year which was kind of weird but everybody was kind of going in uh different directions and the way the schedule was set up it kind of Everybody had opportunities to go home, I guess you could say, you know, and get some stuff done. But, um, you know, there's a lot of fun things that are planned and organized within the family on the road, and it, it's real, real cool. Now, obviously, things change. I, I I try to tell people every two years, it seems like there's new faces out in the road, you know, and we got some new drivers with us now. And, um, you know, I, I tend to hang out with the Shark Racing team a lot because – uh, back in the day when Ben and Ronald were still working for Logan, you know, they had a toter home. So they did a lot of the parking lot living, I guess that's what I call it, parking lot living. But, uh, or staying at the track, you know. And, um, you know, just fun stuff, ball games, uh, national monuments, and, you know, things I can mention. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's kind of what we're talking just, about, yeah. Yeah, just a lot, a lot of fun things going on that people don't see. Now, with that being said, I'm going to try to not, like, pry into people's lives, but I'm going to expose a little more of that this year with Living Like Outlaws and some of the things I do with drivers and teams and things like that because I think it's important that people know that these guys are just people like us, you know. Uh, I feel 
like all they do is get to see them on the track with a helmet on. They don't really get to know the person. So I'm going to help in that world a little bit going into 2024. And, uh, you know, it didn't, it didn't take long, but it, it takes you a couple of years to gain respect from everybody out here and, you know, trust, yeah. uh, obviously this world's crazy, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. you know, I feel like I can go to any one of our drivers or even drivers that don't run with us full time and ask them to do something for me now. And they're going to do it. So, uh, I got some pretty cool things lined up uh, to show you more behind the scenes. You know, instead of me talking about it, you know, I want to be able to show people kind of some of that stuff a little more. So uh, we're working hard on that. You know, um, I want to work with, uh, you know, Rico don't run full time with us, but Rico and I have a lot of ideas that we are trying to collaborate on some things um, that Rico and I want to do. And uh, I'm looking forward to working with him on some things. And I think those are going to be pretty, pretty cool and pretty important um do i wish rico was out full-time hell yeah uh <sighs> we would be getting in a lot of trouble though probably oh, yeah. <laughs> but um good chance um yeah i would he's a good guy for our sport he's an inspiration a role model uh you know we need i i know i always tell kenny we're you know i say to kenny wallace you know we're kind of like preachers and i don't i don't really mean we're preachers but we try to preach the good word of this sport and uh there's some really good people out there and I'm glad to be like friends with them. And, uh, hopefully, you know, there's a lot of negative Nancy's out there and shit and, you know, they're, they're running their mouths, but you know, we're Kenny Wallace, myself, Rico, chatty, Maddie, anybody that's trying to do something good for the sport is getting to work off a bigger stage than some of those people are. Those people are just working out of their mama's basement or whatever, but, um, you know what I mean? So, uh, you got to have people like us. Unfortunately, some people don't like us, you know, you guys run your mouth, you're a bunch of showboats, blah, blah, blah. But no, what we are is just trying to keep the positive out there, the positive energy, you know, because it ain't going to do it itself anymore. You gotta, you gotta have people speaking for the sport. Yeah, it definitely helps. And, you know, you, you know, you guys doing, doing podcasts like this. I mean, this, these things are important, uh, in our sport. Um, you know, I always say the more, the merrier, you know, yeah. there's, there's, there's people are sitting at home right now. You guys just touched on it. That's cold as hell where you're at. And it's cold <laughs> as hell everywhere. Probably yeah. some people are already getting snow. You got a couple indoor things to look forward to that if you can go to them. But a lot of people are looking for things right now. And you guys should be shining right now with the podcast. You know, oh, yeah. I know Kenny, Kenny's got his whole month already done up, you know, yeah. and uh, it gives people it gives people stuff to do in the wintertime when they're Jones and for racing, you know, yeah, and sure. these are all good things. So you guys are just as important as I am to the whole picture. And that's cool. And, you know, I'm Hell glad yeah. that you guys uh, do it. And I'm glad you guys asked me to come and do it, you know? Hell yeah. I appreciate that. And, uh, yeah, you were talking about, you know, it's the off season. I actually had somebody ask me a couple of days ago, they said, do you guys still do podcasts when they're not racing? And I was like, well, hell yeah, we're going to be talking, you know, we're going to be out. Uh, we're actually going to a, a restaurant bar in, in the area here and we're going to do a chili bowl like preview because we're going he's the owner's going with us and we're going to have yeah. a, a local driver that runs mini sprints as we sponsored him this year we're going to have him there too but we're going to do like a cool, live deal. we're going to do a live deal there yeah we, we don't stop man it's uh there's no off season no you know and, but, it, and it's funny you know and, and there you go like you just said it like it's funny that somebody had to ask you that because people don't know um it's uh you would think that this world today people have more access to knowing what's going on but they, it seems like they don't know so yeah um 
you know, you got to keep tooting your horn and you got to keep letting people know that, hey, this is going to happen. This is going to happen. This is going to happen. But um, I was I just did another I did a podcast a couple of nights ago uh, for that J.P. Emerson show. And I that was a little more, you know, that was a little more uh, business like, I guess you could say. Yeah. But uh, a really cool little a, a really cool podcast because uh, it's syndicated. And, you know, he does a lot of just basic like. Uh, drag racing and like you know sports car type stuff so for him to ask a dirt guy to come on there and and, and speak of some dirt stuff well i thought it was pretty cool so you know i know we're we're leaking into different worlds and that, that's good man so you guys just keep doing what you're doing if we yeah. all do that all these negative people man they they don't they don't stand a chance you know yeah oh yeah oh yeah we appreciate it but uh so what's your favorite uh what's a couple of your favorite tracks you like to visit or areas you like to visit yeah, you know that's gotten harder to uh, that's gotten harder to do. Uh, <laughs> just because you know I've been out here so long now, it's like I find something good about each and every one of them. You know, maybe not all the same. Obviously, you can't beat the atmosphere at Knoxville. Um, you know, I, I mean, I'm nothing not taken away from the Kings Royal, but Knoxville just does something for me. Um, uh, the, the the things that go on there, um, just I feel like at Eldora, I'm kind of. Um, working all the time, not really having any fun like I am in Knoxville. I don't know. I'm not really working. I guess it's just harder to find people when there's 20,000 campers there and somebody yeah. tells you, hey, yeah, come and see us for a beer later. We're in section 208 slash B.121 <laughs> and a half. And it's like, okay, yeah. where the hell is that at? Yeah. And you, you're, you're, you, you got to walk around and you, there's no lights and you can't find anybody. And, yeah. but, you know the Knoxville Nationals. Uh, as far as big tracks go, I think I'm always like I'm always excited about going there. I mean, I don't want to take away from any track, but uh, Port Royal uh, definitely has always been a place where because I ran there a few times in my career, and I think that place is badass. Yeah. Um, and some of the things they've done there, but uh, you know, I, there's tracks that I wish we would go to that we tried and we never went back. Like Fairbury, uh, man, I, I oh, really yeah. like Fairbury a lot. I just felt like. The whole thing about that place, I look at I look at the factor of the town and the, the way people are and the fans. Yeah, that makes the track even better, you know. But Fairbury is like a little Knoxville. I mean, everybody's just so welcoming there. It's um, you know, it's like you're when you get into that town, it's like you're stuck in a '50s sitcom, you know. And <laughs> everybody has their doors open and they're sitting on their porch and they're like, "Hey, neighbor, how are you? Yeah. I'm glad you're here. For, they know you're there for the races because everybody knows everybody. Yeah, but it's like they rolled out the red carpet when we rolled into town and I never met a staff that's so cool, but Matt, Matt Curl and his people do a great job. But, um, yeah, I mean, they all got their thing, bro. It's, it's, I, I, I like it. I, there's something cool about every track. Um, do I have some least favorites? Sure. You know, and I, I for me, it's different cause I don't, you know, I'm always a fan at the end of the day, but yeah. You know, again, you see these tracks over and over and over, and there might be other reasons why I don't like going there that has nothing to do with the track. But, uh, you know, it, it's, it's hard to pick a favorite anymore. So what I do is I just find it. I try to find my favorite thing about each track. So if you ask me about a track in specific, I'm going to tell you what I like about that track, you know. Okay. So we might as well <laughs> ask you, what about uh, Tri-State Speedway? <laughs> Tri-State, is, uh, Tri-State is badass because – that family right there knows what the hell they're doing. And, uh, again, uh, very, uh, very nice family. They're very welcoming when, when I roll into town. 
Um, not a lot to do in the area, but, you know, one year I was fortunate enough to, I, I pulled in there and, uh, Tommy just left me park the trailer, um, early in the week. And I went with my, in my toter home and chased a uh, midget, midget week. And, yeah. uh, went to like three, four tracks, but in a row. So, but Tri-State is a, is a unique, is a unique track for sure. I mean, I never seen where that's a place where a wing sprint car driver has to actually throw his car into the turn. Yeah. Uh, like it's he's tight. driving a non-wing car. So, yeah. um, that's the other cool thing about it. When we're there, we always have a really good support class with us, you know, and, uh, it's action packed for sure. Um, and the fans are awesome. The fans are super cool there. A lot of followers in that area. So, yeah. um, you know, weird time time zone shit going on there though yeah yeah we do we're 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 part of that yeah (laughs) yeah it screws me up when i'm there all the time but yeah yeah, it sucks a a really cool place you know and um never have any issues there um matter of fact i i partied with you guys already there yeah uh, yeah we've we've uh, connected you guys all the time yeah yeah you know and the fans are inviting when they're camping on unfortunately i feel like the last couple of years it's been kind of a mushy rainy muddy yeah. kind of mess for us but uh yeah that's a cool track cool family uh cool support classes and very unique in uh the way it's done and uh i never seen people work as hard as they do like that family does yeah they, um they bust their ass they, for sure they uh, work hard but you know they're farmers man they know what's up yeah. and uh you know i'm pretty sure there's cow shit on that track so yeah um <laughs> don't pick up the tear off so yeah but uh, yeah leave those alone <laughs> But yeah, cool, cool place for sure, man. I, 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 I hope we keep going there, and it always puts on a good race. Yeah, we hope you keep coming too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Brady Bacon, come on, man, that was yeah. badass. It yeah, was. Well. We were, we were cheering, Loved. yeah, for sure. Brady Bacon's an awesome dude. I was so happy for that guy, man. He's the, he's a good dude, a good family there, and uh, so that's just, that just goes to show you what that track can produce, you know. Yeah. That guy don't even run wing cars all the time, and especially not with us, but. Yeah. You know, he whooped their asses, so, you know, Indiana boys know what they're doing sometimes, huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we know what's up. <laughs> or they know what's up. <laughs> yeah, they know what's up. But, yeah, Carson Short, he's won there before, and, you know. Yeah, that's and, right. Uh, we can that's name right. a few more guys. Parker Price Miller won there. His first outlaw win, I believe, too. Or one of his first yeah, wins. Yeah, it, uh, it, it produces a new winner all the time, which yeah. is, uh, you know, that makes it un- that makes it pretty cool and unique in its own way right off the bat. So yeah. uh, I would highly recommend anybody going to that race. Uh, we need to do a two-day show there. Man, yeah, I, I really enjoyed that the one year we did it. But uh, Yep, it was fun. Don't know that it it'll happen fun. again, but it was fun uh, for sure. But, you know, the the, the, the politics, the logistics, and all yeah. the, the headaches that go into uh, scheduling these races, I'm glad I'm not part of that. Uh, would I want to be part of it? Well, if I was, you would see us at all kinds of goddamn tracks. We'd be <laughs> racing 150 races a year, but, yeah. I mean, that's not that's not feasible, but. Yeah, what a hard job for for anybody to do, and people just don't understand that they're you know. Well, I don't understand why you don't go to whoa, so and so anymore. Well, it's it's not that easy. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, everything's planned a certain way. Um, you know, there's finances involved in it. There's you know promotions involved in it. There's logistics. There's yeah. uh, timing. You know, going up against other tracks, other series. Um, uh, yep. It's just a lot, man. You know, and um, so. Yeah, hopefully we keep coming back to that one there I, I i guess that's your home track boys huh yeah yeah, yeah we're about uh 10 15 minutes away so yeah we're we're right there usually we're oh there yeah minutes, so i went to some crazy ass bar in town there um the brass ring 
No, this was like some kind of. It was a. It was a. A. Uh, Knights of Columbus. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> I don't think girls were allowed in there. It was the weirdest thing ever. <laughs> yeah. I, I might be wrong about that, but I think there was. I don't know. Yeah. It's, um, it's like a. I don't know what it is. A club, I guess. And I don't know if it's. Yeah. Yeah. I think a it's cult? a Catholic deal, maybe. You say a cult or a club? Uh, <laughs> Well, I don't know. I'm no, not going to no, say that, but it was it, it was a club. Yeah. yeah, it was a club, but that's the only place I ever been to. I never got to go to the other place yet. Maybe this time. Yeah. yeah sometimes you got to save some of those places for the next visit. You know. Yeah. 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 Keep, yeah. I know. Uh, yeah, we haven't really got anything lined up because the scheduling. You know, to, to go out with you here or whatever. But I know you did visit the log in though. I think one of the times you were here. But yes, yes, yeah. man. Yeah, that was always on the radar to go do that. We finally got a group of people together and went and did that. I don't remember. We did something else that night too, but I don't remember what it was. But yeah, that was uh, yeah definitely some history right there. So you know, yeah. just just a cool uh, cool to say you could and you did. And, you know, I always try to get the T-shirt or the glass or whatever. You know, I have a yeah. lot of souvenirs I pick up or borrow sometimes. Save and, a placemat uh, or something. They got the placemats they lay out there with the, all the the story on there. Yeah, I might something. I might have a placemat. I yeah, probably I have know. a menu. I, I like to yeah. take menus and I forget to give them back, but <laughs> I have a menu collection of all weird things, right? There you go. But um, I just, I like, uh, I don't remember if I got anything there or not, but I remember the food being super good, very yeah. home-cooked. Yeah, it's been there. Uh, it's actually the oldest restaurant in Indiana. So it's Yeah, I was reading a, a lot of stuff about it. So, like, yeah. um, there was but, a, yeah. a stagecoach stop, I believe. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> And I think oh, yeah. a president stayed there. Uh, Abraham Lincoln uh, stopped there. Yeah, well, that's a pretty big name, huh? Yeah, he's he's, he's, he's pretty well known. <laughs> I think a few people know <laughs> yeah. him. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. I guess he stayed there. Yeah, but uh, while we're talking about food here, um, if we were done talking about that part, but uh, yeah. So what's uh, you're quite the wing connoisseur we see on your on your page <laughs> there. So uh, you know, favorite sauce, flats, drummies, favorite spots. And what well, you got? What do you got? You know, that 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 damn thing uh, is going to be the death of me. But um, <laughs> you're going to turn into like a chicken wings. wing. I do like I do like wings, and uh, I definitely like trying them out. You know, and when you're in a, at a, uh, some shithole bar on the corner of some little small town, and it says we got the best wings, I got to go find out. And uh, I found a lot of good wings out there, and I'm going to do. I believe I was going to do a top ten at the end of the year, but I think I'm going to do a top twenty five just to to do some shout outs but expand uh it a little bit yeah yeah just to let people know where i thought the best wings were that i th- had anyway but uh and i'm sure there's millions more but oh yeah so it started off uh, here obviously uh january 1st i was like you know i might count how many wings i eat this year well it turned into <laughs> something now you can go on my page and see this west's wing count thing and the flashing number and it <laughs> we were gonna start it we were gonna kind of do a contest and we thought nah we're not gonna do that we're just gonna see how many I get in a year's time. But yeah. now everybody's hoping to see that I get to a thousand by get, December thirty first. Which close. I think I'm I'm gonna do it. Because oh, uh, yeah. I'm at uh nine sixty eight, I believe, I think is the last one oh. in there. Oh yeah, you'll get and, there. Uh, that's one I'm like, maybe two more times of wings. <laughs> I'm maybe. like, how in the hell did he eat that many wings? But yeah, it shows in my shirt size now and uh <laughs> um so, you know, beer and wings, uh, I'm not going to do it next year. I'm still going to eat wings, don't get me wrong, but yeah. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to find some other little niche. But it was just fun to do on the page. Yeah. And, again, you know, who doesn't like wings? There's a lot of people that do. So, um, you know, oh, yeah. I tried to help put some people on the map about their wings, and that's what's going to happen there. We're going to try to hit 1,000 before December 31st. 
and we're going to put the top 25 wing joints out there. And I'm a, you know, I've always been a Buffalo guy. Obviously, hot is uh, one of my go-to. But I've been, the last half part of this year, I've been venturing into different flavors because, well, I can. And, you know, I've had some really, really good stuff. You know, Um, Dylan's Gold comes to mind at a, a, a bar in uh, East Berlin, Pennsylvania called Dylan's. Uh, they're, they're definitely on the top 25, but I, ca- I could not stop eating these goddamn wings. Um, <laughs> you know, we were, every time we go into Pennsylvania, we stay, uh, I used to stay at different places, but uh, most recently we've been staying at um, the Wagman, Wag, Wag Brothers uh, Meats, and it's, uh, it's just a farm out, out in the country, and we park our rigs there, and it's nice and peaceful as can be. Yeah. But, uh, so this East Berlin ain't far down the road, so we've been hitting it a lot, and I just can't get enough of those Dylan's Gold. So big shout out to them for sure. But my two all-time favorites are still my two all-time favorites, and that is going to be Pirates K in uh, Grand Forks, North Dakota. I mean, you just can't beat that freaking place. I mean, they line up outside waiting for the doors to open to get in there to have those wings. And for the life of me, I couldn't understand it until I took my first bite. And uh, – Man, those they got the sharky sauce too there, so that's Ooh. really really good stuff to try okay. out. Um, but uh, I tend to stick to the mediums. They got a rating system there, so okay. theirs go from like you can get fives, tens, fifteens, twenties, thirties, and you know heat index. And uh, I think when you hit, I think when you hit thirty, you're crying. Oh, um, yeah. you're yeah. crying for sure. That's no fun. I remember Chewy got thirty, and I just watched him like go through a roll of napkins on his forehead <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. Just, sweat was just pouring down him but that's always been one of my favorites now um I, an honorable mention all the time is going to be moose's lz bar and grill not just because oh, yeah. they sponsor me and because they're their parents of brock zirfoss but if you ever get a chance to go to moose's lz bar and grill dude um, all the food's good there but their wings are on point too so um just kind of always been another one of mine uh but my other favorite is down here, down in Deland, Florida, uh, Rachel's Wing Shack. Um, just, I don't know what it is about their stuff, but uh, their wings are all just always on point, too. And uh, so those those come to mind. But, yeah, I, I kind of went away. I was in Buffalo, and uh, I started venturing out, like, uh, last night. Was it last night? I went, yeah. went to the airport. Was, the was airport? it the airport? Yeah, or, airport uh, restaurant in Jinville, yeah. which is a new fun place favorite of mine i mean i kind of stumbled across it last year i mean i knew it was there but i never went out that way because i'm usually on the beach i'm usually going the other direction but yeah. um if it's shitty weather out and stuff like that i'll head over to deland deland's got some cool stuff going on but their wings are definitely good so i had the jack daniels teriyaki I had five of those and five medium last night and huh. yeah good choice you know yeah. but but yeah i've been all over the place with wings i don't i don't prefer um you know flats or whatever i'm all about the mixed variety i don't i don't don't like one way or the other yeah. I, I like them both and uh, you know you gotta have some uh some celery and carrots or something with it too you know and obviously a nice cold beer to wash it down oh yeah that's been the hardest part of the, the <laughs> whole the whole thing though dude is finding an ice cold beer anywhere anymore yeah. like um I, I find that a lost art you know in the drafts i love draft beer and uh you just really can't find those cold ass crafts anymore, um, like yeah. like you used to. Yeah, I don't know what's going on there with that, but uh, not cool. But you ever go to Twin Peaks? They got some cold beer there. <laughs> yeah, Twin, yeah, Peaks, Twin got, Peaks, Peaks definitely yes. has the coldest goddamn. Twenty three degrees I'm, or twenty. I don't know yeah, what they, they do. 
Yeah, you see all like the shit floating in your, all the ice floating in oh, your got beer. Got iceberg in there. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Got that thermometer on the wall, the freezer yeah. wall, showing you. I haven't, I haven't been to one in a long time, but I do remember their beers being cold. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a there's a few places out there. The that the, the yard house in Kansas City. Oh hell. cold beer right there. They're pretty cold. Oh yeah. Um, I was actually at yard house yesterday in Indy. Uh, yeah, and, they're, and they're I got wings. I, I got wings. Yeah, uh, they're not bad there. You know, I'm not a. You know, the whole wing thing too for me, and the whole food thing, and in, in, in general, is I like to support the the smaller places. Obviously, yeah. the mom and pops if I can, and or the smaller franchise. So, um, you know. That's that's important to me too, yeah. you know. Yeah. So I had a couple rules when I did my wing count. So it was like, so the wing, the rules were, uh, Hooters and and Buffalo Wild Wings didn't count. Yeah. They didn't count because they're too big of a franchise. So yeah. I never went there and ate them because they didn't count. Um, I had to take a bite out of the, the wing in order for it to count. Okay, and then I've been to some places where, like in Western Pennsylvania. Uh, where the the wings the one whole thing, you know what I mean? They don't yeah, chop they them don't in cut half, it, yeah. Right, and there's a place in Kansas called the Peanut Bar. I think it's it's peanuts or the Peanut Bar, something like that. But they do the same thing. Those only count as one. If they're not chopped, they only count as one. So okay. even though you're eating, even though you're eating, you got ordered six, you're eating twelve, but only counted as six. So gotcha. I had a couple rules going in there, and uh, and boneless with the fourth rule was boneless didn't count. Yeah, that's out. That's automatic. That's yeah, for sure. I'm, I'm not a boneless that's guy. Chi- that's goddamn chicken nuggets. Yeah, that ain't even like, <laughs> exactly. That's chicken, not even a real thing. Chicken yeah. nugget but, with sauce. That's all yeah. that is. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm not going to say I never had boneless, but I mean, I'm not going to go out of my way for them. Exactly. But, yeah. yeah. The wing thing's been pretty good. Uh, <laughs> I'm not really sure what my gimmick will be next year, but I'm going to do another count. It ain't going to be wings. I mean, we're going to have wings, but yeah, you know, because then you're going to have to try and beat a thousand. The hell with that, dude. I, yeah. <laughs> I, I got one month to lose some weight, and, uh, you know, I, I got to do that. Uh, yeah. I got fat from this stuff, man. And uh, <laughs> I think I think next year might be shots, man, to be honest with you. Uh-huh. I might try a different shot. There you go. Part, it'll be okay. a different shot. I might, I might do something like that Okay. and uh, rate those a little bit or something. We'll that's, figure it that's out. That's a good but, idea, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> a few I less mean, calories that way. Less Maybe, calories, yeah. that's right. Yeah. And, you know, I'm not going to do. Uh, I'm not going to do 12 of them. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, or 10, whatever they come in. But yeah, um, yeah, the wing thing was fun, and I had a good time doing it. But you know, and I, I still love wings, no matter because I ate a lot of them. Sometimes back to back days in different places, but I haven't got sick of them. I just don't want to do that again. Understandable. <laughs> so what's the cho- what's the beer choice to wash them down, or what's a few of the beers you like to to partake? Well, you know, I'm a I was on, I mean, you guys remember I was on that IPA kick for a while. Yeah. And, uh, well, you know, that was my niche for a while. I would take, uh, I'd go to a, a, a brewery and I would, uh, you know, try their beers and I would buy one I liked, like a four pack or one can, whatever. And I would take it back home to the toter home and I would take a picture of it in front of the skeleton on the side of my uh, front of Eastwood. He's called Eastwood. So yeah. if anybody wanted to know, uh, in front of Eastwood on the side of my truck. And I would do that pose every time I had a, an IPA and I would rate those. Well, what happened there was, is, uh, you know, IPAs are going to, they're going to jack you up. Um, oh, yeah. you know, and they're, they're also heavy on the body, but yeah. all of a sudden people started bringing me four packs from their, their local brewery <laughs> at their town. I'm like, okay, well, yeah, thanks. Well, well, I think it was 2021. 
uh, no, maybe, yeah, 2021, 2022, I, I, I looked like I was going to, a, I looked like a beer truck. Um, the Toter home was full of beer everywhere. Uh, people just kept bringing me IPAs, and that was cool and everything, but I had to start giving them out because I just couldn't drink all of it, you know? Yeah. yeah. So I kind of got away from the IPA thing. I'll try them once in a, once in a blue moon, but, you know, it, it's kind of going to sound weird, but, um, you know, unless I'm up in, like, the, uh, like, I'm in Missouri when I'm around Kenny's house, I go for the, the Michelob Ultra Golden Golden Lights. I don't mm-hmm. know if you ever had those. Yeah. yeah. The up, Golden man. Lights, I love that beer. Uh, when I'm in Western Pennsylvania, I go for icy light, Iron City light. Uh, people are like, "Why are you drinking that shit?" And I'm like, "Well, I like it, so maybe you guys don't." But, um, but I tend to, I tend to just stick to like Miller Light or Ultra anymore today. Um, you know, pretty simple. Yeah, that's pretty, pretty simple stuff there. More of Bush. Yeah, lager. I don't. Uh, yeah, I'm not. You know, I'm not trying to make it more complicated than it needs to be. So. Yeah. I stick to the simple beers. Uh, yeah. I'm not a big Budweiser product guy. Um, I don't, for some odd reason, that shit gives me headaches. Yeah. Anything they make, I don't know why that is. However, I did get to tour the St. Louis plant with Kenny Wallace, and let me tell you something. That's the most fun tour I've ever been on in my life, yeah. only because he was with. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. you, know, uh, you know, I do appreciate what Budweiser does, but uh, just don't drink their beer too much. Yeah. That's probably... The number one we drink would be a bush, well, bush, bush light. Bush light, yeah. Yeah, right, right. I mean, I, if it's if it's the only thing available, I'm drinking it. But I, I, I tend not to go after it. But yeah, you know, I, it's been a it's been a weird year though. I I didn't I don't feel like I partied as much as I normally do. But when I did, I did. You know. Um, yeah. It's kind of been a kind of a strange year, but uh, we've been more of the mixed drink year than it's ever been. Yeah. Um, chewy. Uh, he always had uh, Tito's and Ghost in his toter home, so um, you know it seemed to be what we always went to. Um, I, I got to tell you too, we got a great sponsor in Nas, and that stuff really goes good with some certain uh, yeah. liquors. Just oh get, yeah, just getting yeah, ready to come, ask you what your favorite Nas flavor was. Well, my favorite, my favorite one is grape at the moment. I, I like the grape flavor. Um, that goes good with Tito's. I think a lot of people don't like it, but I like it with Tito's. But um, you know what a great sponsor to have. I mean, seriously, um, that's uh, they've been they've been they've been awesome. And uh, you know, I got nothing but good to say about Lauren and everything she does for us. You know, and uh, hopefully they stick around for a while. Yeah, I haven't ever used Nasta mixed with Tito's, but I might have to try that now. <laughs> you have to try. It. Yeah, exactly. Now they come out with that new Zero, um, the sugar free deal. I kind of liked it. Uh, I had a couple cans since it been out, and uh, I try to get a couple cases, obviously, for the winter and bring it down here, but um, it gets harder and harder to transport all this stuff in the toter home and yeah. move it around. Yeah. And, but, uh, yeah, you know, we don't have to ever have to worry about not having energy drinks uh, <laughs> nearby, yeah. not being sponsored by one, so. Yeah, you definitely no shortage of that, so. No, not at all, not at all, but, uh, yeah, just uh, – yeah, and you need it a lot, man. Like I, yeah. like I said, and I'll, I'll re I'll re uh, enter that. It's like, uh, you know, everybody thinks, man, he's got the coolest job in the world, and I probably have one of them anyway. But you definitely, you definitely uh, have to like this, uh, you know, this rodeo circus, whatever you want to call it, lifestyle. Yeah. And because uh, there's a lot of lack of sleep, and you know, there's a lot of times when you're just pushing, you know. Yeah. So what's the average? Sometimes not asleep, you get pretty 
dwindle down to a couple hours, maybe, depending on what's going on. Yeah, those where you got those be. overnighters. When you look at our schedule and you see where we race Friday at one track and Saturday at another track, and there's usually a four or five hour difference in between. Now you got to remember, you know, the races are getting over at eleven o'clock. So let's yeah. just say as an example, but I'm still there for another hour and a half, you know, yeah. two hours sometimes. And uh, then we hit the road because, you know, my philosophy on what I do is of like. I always like, I'm already up, I'm already amped up, I might as well make the trip, you know? Yeah. That way when I park, when I wake up, I'm where I need to be. But, uh, you know, and if you have trouble with your truck on the road, again, another thing that people don't think about, but that has changed tremendously too since COVID, where roadside service isn't as good as it used to be. And, you know, you, you leave, if you leave over the, mid, the, the morning hours, the early morning hours, and you get a blowout or something that, is uncontrollable yeah you're, you're likely going to get a change and still be at the next track in time if you wait till the morning to drive to the next track and you get a blowout you're not going to make it so you know all these things go into factor but those four or five hour drives you're pulling in and the sun's coming up and you're like shit i gotta sleep at least two hours and then somebody's knocking on your door you know uh can you you guys want to go ahead and pull your trailers in a while blah 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 so yeah I tend to not even sleep at those overnighters uh, <laughs> anymore just because it's it's pointless. Damn. Um, but it gets tougher and tougher sometimes as you get older. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. You know. Oh, but, for sure. Um, it's, uh, it, it's not for everybody, you know. I, I wake up constantly, even here. It takes me a while to get used to the fact that I'm here. Yeah. But there ain't too many days I don't wake up and I'm like, wait a minute, where am I? And, uh, <laughs> you know, you look out your window and you're like, uh, you got your bearings together and you're finally like piece it together and say, Oh yeah. 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 I'm at, I'm at I 55 yeah. in, uh, Peabody, Missouri. I forgot where I was there for a minute. Uh-huh. So the days blend together. I don't, uh, you know, I'm constantly asking somebody what, the, what day it is. You just kind of, you're kind of like, uh, like robotic in a sense that you know when to be at the track. It's kind of weird, yeah. but you know, you just you know I don't own it. a watch and I don't need one, but <laughs> You kind of get in a rhythm, I guess, but yeah. Yeah, I, I guess that's what it is. It's yeah. Just, it's kind of funny, you know, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely, we have longer weekends than most people do, and uh, we, we tend to have fun, but, you know, and then remember, though, on weekends when everybody's out doing something different with their families and stuff like that, we're not doing that. We're doing what we chose to do and what we love to do, and uh, so, you know, the biggest part about this out here is... Uh, you know, people don't realize how, you know, we, we're family out here, okay? Yeah. You know, like, the people that roll the road all, all year long, we're family. And, you know, just like family, you bicker amongst each other, you get mad at each other for something, and then you're you're fine the next week. But you're not going to be around your own family ever uh, in, in a job like this. So it's not for people that have families, that's for sure. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. It's perfect for a guy like me. I mean, I'm not... Not that I don't have a family, but yeah. I've kind of always been a, a lone wolf, I guess you could say, and um, it just works for me, you know. Not that I don't care about my yeah. parents and things like that. I worry about them every day. Yeah. But, you know, I've been doing this so long, it's kind of like, I think they, I think they are, I think they are okay with the idea that I do this because, you know, they know it's what I love to do. So, yeah. you know, I don't have pressure from anybody, but. You know, you start worrying about stuff like that, and, you know, people ask me, well, what does uh, Wes Irwin do when he doesn't want to be on the road anymore? Well, that hasn't come to my mind yet, but, like, 
I think if I'm still kicking and still breathing and still uh, making things happen, I, I think I see my next venture as a track promoter. Um, uh, that would be kind of really cool. Um, I can tell you that track would be exciting. Yeah, uh, that sure. would. <laughs> but uh, that 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 could possibly be my next venture. It'd have to be the right scenario. You yeah, know, that'd uh, be fun. Yeah, I mean, I thought about it in, in in the past, like what it looks like at the end of this. But or maybe I stay in the company and I just do something that um, you know less traveling or whatever the case may be. I don't know that, but or the the the. the ultimate goal for me and the ultimate picture for me would be to be on the road in my own prevost uh with it all wrapped up with living like outlaws and all my sponsors on the side of it and doing my own road show you know and uh That'd be awesome. just doing interviews and doing videos all day long at racetracks and around racetracks and uh you know if i could find the money to go and do that and 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 somebody to support that or a few sponsors to support that, that would be the ultimate for sure. Yeah. But, you know, who knows? Who knows what, what things will bring me. And uh, I'm just glad that I am fortunate enough to be uh, doing what I do. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely a blessing, man. I mean, again, sometimes I get mad and I'm like, what am I doing this again for? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but then I always right away think about like, mother effort. You could be greeting people at Walmart, Walmart. And I ain't doing that. So, yeah. um, you know what I mean? <laughs> so this is it, you know. Um, I, I, I can tell you this, boys. I'm getting older, and job options are less and less, obviously. And yeah. I belong in this sport, so i got to stay in the sport. Yeah. I'm sure you'll figure – you cross that bridge and you get there, you'll, you'll get it That's figured right, out. Man, sure. That's right, man. That's right. For sure, man. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a pirate, a gypsy, whatever you want to <laughs> call me. And, uh, you know, I'm kind of – I don't plan a lot of things. I'm not a big planner. Um I just kind of wing it and I, I go with it. You know, I, I feel, you know, I've been on this earth so long and it's like, okay, well, nothing bad's ever happened to me. I always find a light at the end of the tunnel. It's just sometimes the tunnels are longer than others. But, you know, at this point in my life, I don't stress out about too much anymore like I used to. And uh, I just kind of enjoy it. Um, my money that I make out here, I spend it the way I see fit. I enjoy myself. Uh, I get an opportunity to go on the road and possibly see something that nobody's ever going to get to see. I'm yeah. going to go see it. Um, you know, and, uh, that's one thing I look forward to when the, when the schedule does get released. And I just said, I'm not a planner, but I do like to look at the schedule and kind of, and, and go through my planner mentally. And, uh, yeah. you know, maybe look at some of the places we're going to and say, you know what, we're finally going near here and I want to go see this. So, yeah. um, I tend to, uh, look for ball games. I'm a big baseball freak. And uh, I've probably seen more major. Well, I've seen a lot of minor league out here, and uh, oh, I try to go. Great. And, That's great stuff. I love it. Yes, it is. I, I mean, I not that I don't want to go to major league. It's just, you know, we're not always near a bigger city. But yeah. um, you know, I've seen a lot of minor league, and every year I go, I try to see new teams. And uh, uh, one team I will return to all the time is uh, the Sioux Fall Canaries, and uh, reason being is because I go through there twice, twice a year or so and uh, became friends with the, the field the clubhouse manager and they don't make me pay they let me park in their parking lot i can live out there for a couple of days and uh just take really good care of me uh invited me to bat, uh, batting practice already got a bat i got all kinds of stuff from them so oh, yeah. some some things are tradition and you support it and some things you look for newer things to do so you know anybody that's listening and coming near you man if there's something i don't know about please tell me about it 
There you go. Add it to the list. Yeah, yeah man. Heck yeah. So, winding up the show here. To, uh, do you, we've mentioned a few of the sponsors, but do you have you know who's your sponsor? Who helps you get up and there? Helps you do things. Help you what you do. What you do. Yeah, on the on the living like outlaw side of things, obviously, uh, uh, Moose and Zell Z Bar and Grill uh, in um, Jonestown, Pennsylvania. Uh, Brock Zerfoss's parents, big 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 supporters of the sport. Uh, not only do they obviously take care of their son out in the road and uh, put big money into that, but uh, if you go to a Pennsylvania racetrack, you're probably going to see their billboard. Um, they they they're very heavily involved, so I'm glad that they they thought that this morning minute I did was kind of a cool idea it all started during covid uh i was stuck at the jonestown koa campground not stuck uh, <laughs> i chose to be there yeah. but yeah um right down the street from mooses and uh you know i started doing this morning minute thing because i didn't really have anything to talk about so we just kind of came up with that and uh because they're friends of mine and uh i wanted to help them a little bit i just started using their name and it caught on and they said hey you're not going to use our name for free anymore so <laughs> Uh, I said, okay, there you and go. they started paying me. So it's turned into a sponsorship. And then, you know, I, I've got some other ones coming up. So mainly right now, they're my only financial supporter. Um, you know, obviously design metal art helps me with some things. Um, that guy, he's located off the backstretch of the Knoxville raceway and yeah. he does all, uh, you know, all kinds of yard signs and etchings and he does all kinds of stuff now. And, uh, he made my new business card, which is a poker chip. I'll have to give you guys one when I see you again. But, uh, yeah. yeah, they're pretty badass. And, um, you know, it's a trade-out with him. And uh, Casey Graphics, uh, again, another trade-out. He's kind of the guy that designed the logo for my Living Like Outlaws and has done some posters and stuff like that for me and helps me with, uh, you know, will probably be a big part of my apparel uh, moving into that, which um, I, I, I'm going to throw that out while I'm talking about it. But, uh I am looking at and very close to launching my own online store for Living Like Outlaws uh, merchandise. So uh, we have some. Uh, Casey Kane did some T-shirts for me, and I got some hats done. I'm uh, a place in New York, and I was using everybody, just trying to spread the wealth a little bit. We had Cancuzzi's hats and stuff like that. Well, we're going to have all that stuff again, but yeah. we're going to have a lot more of it. And we're going to have a store, and uh, I'm looking forward to doing it. It's a big undertaking for sure. And um, uh, we're going to have all that. But so Casey Graphics Design Metal Art and Moose's LZ Bar and Grill have pretty much uh, been behind me uh, with help. And uh, we're going to have a lot more to when you ask me again. Hopefully I'm talking about a lot of them. <laughs> and uh, yeah. we like to take care of the, uh, uh, the Sprint Car uh, Hall of Fame and, and Museum. We like to take care of them, too. Uh, now, they do a lot for me and I'm. Um, uh, Bob Baker and his staff there. So we, we use them on a lot of things. Uh, we mention them quite often and, uh, they're kind of in, in cahoots with me a little bit. So, uh, kind of cool to be involved with them a little, but, uh, yeah, I plan on next time somebody asks me that, uh, next year at this time, I'm, I'm hoping I'm telling you about a lot of sponsors. Good deal. Love to hear it. So, so we talked about, uh, you know, we talked about your page and stuff. So where can, where can everybody find you on there? Or which, which platforms and all that to follow you on? The living yeah, you know, page. well, uh, obviously it all started on Facebook, and uh, which means we're on Instagram, uh, we're on Twitter, and we're on, I have a YouTube channel now. And uh, these things aren't possible without uh, uh, Katie Stiles, who works for me. Um, it's kind of cool to have my own employee. 
But, uh, <laughs> yeah, she does, I'm the she boss. Does make everything look, <laughs> yeah, she makes everything look magical, man. She's a cool kid. Uh, she's out of uh, Grand Forks, North Dakota, goes to college, and, um, you know, just smart as a whip and loves racing. So uh, I met, met her doing uh, the Dirty Thursday podcast in the studio over there. She was, uh, like, helping produce the show, and, uh, you know, they asked me a question about where do I see the future of living like outlaws. I said, well, if we're going to see any future, I'm going to need some help. <laughs> and she started raising her hand in the background, so there there it was born. But And then I also have a friend, Darren Isaacson, um, who's out of uh, Iowa, who also is doing some of that stuff for me as, as a friend and uh, a great friend at that. So uh, without those two people, I'm not on those four platforms, but... We, we talked about moving some of our stuff into the other worlds to, you know, the, the, the TikTok and stuff like that. So we'll look at it and uh, try to make it grow, make it bigger. Yeah, there's definitely, there seems like there's always a new social media that pops up every couple of years. So. Yep. Right. It's just a lot of work, you know. It is, and, man. And if, you don't, if you don't have any help, people don't realize how much work it is. And then you're still trying to do a dro- job and drive down the yeah. road, you know, you know 30,000 miles a year. It's... Uh, you know helps important so yeah for sure. um you know I'm, I'm glad i have it yeah oh for sure man so uh yeah that's where we can find wes on his uh, social media but i think we're uh yeah it's all everything's living like outlaws uh there we go. just type that in and uh you know you'll find it on all those uh platforms and uh you know or come and see me at the you know the your next uh, world of outlaws now center you drink sprint car series event and uh I'll, th- I'll fling you a poker chip. There we go. And, uh, you'll be able to find all my social media on the back of that poker chip. But heck yeah, uh, yeah. You know, we just want more people to come to the races and enjoy themselves. And uh, please, by any means, stop down and see me and get the famous, almost famous Suvi selfie. Yeah. And um, you know all those fun little things we do on the side. And uh, um, we'll we be glad to party with you guys. I'll be glad to party with you guys again if we're back back oh, yeah. your way. So looking forward to that. So yeah. Um, absolutely hopefully by then you'll be doing some uh live stuff on, on video and audio yeah and uh yeah. that'd be pretty badass i'd love to be on your show again that in that in that aspect heck yeah we're uh like i said new year's resolution maybe we'll get that going but uh <laughs> get it i know how hard season. it is to get anything going yeah yeah but, very uh, hard we're, we're gonna we're gonna work at it so that is next on our list that's we keep talking about it keep talking about it. that's what we're doing next yeah yeah yeah, it's a commitment, man. Everything's a commitment when you start doing it. And, uh, you know, it, it can be frustrating at times, And but you hope people are grateful and uh, they appreciate it. So that's all you can hope for. Yeah. Hell yeah. So, Wes, uh, we've, we've kept you on here a little while. We had a great talk with you. I appreciate your time. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, man, I can talk forever. You guys probably know that. But, <laughs> yeah. um, I'm probably the wrong guest to have. I got a lot of no, stuff. No, man, we love to have the talkers, man. It's better than, you know, guys that, you know, don't like to talk but we can talk to them guys too but it's just kind of harder to you know get stuff out of people but yeah uh, you got to do all the talking yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we, we do it either yeah. way either way it doesn't matter but we enjoy talking yeah, right to on. all kinds of people but, but we do appreciate your time and we look forward to seeing yeah, you man. uh down the road absolutely guys i hope everything works out for you and uh you know you have some great shows lined up going in the next year and you, you get to where you want to be with that and you guys are doing a great job so appreciate appreciate you guys as well Hell yeah, Wes. We appreciate that. And uh, have a have a happy holidays and happy new year. Yeah, we'll man. Merry Christmas for sure. Yeah. Happy new year. All that good stuff. Oh, yeah. We'll see you next year, race season. Yes, sir. All right.
Thanks, see Wes. You. See you, Wes. You bet you, man. Peace out, brother. Peace out. See, see it. Always nice talking to Wes, whether it's in person or on the telephone, either one. Yeah. Stop Great. by and see him. Every, every outlaw event I think that we go to, we stop and hang out with him for a little bit. Usually, and he yeah. comes back and hangs out with us some. Actually, he was <clears> camping <throat> there. Uh, his uh, girlfriend's dad was right next to us uh, this year, yep. parking next to his camping. So. Yep. Sure, truth. I forgot he was about like, that. We were like, hey. He's like, oh, hey, what's up? <laughs> well, anyway, go to check out Living Like Outlaws and all the, see all the adventures Wes is into. Yeah. That will take us right on into a word from our sponsor. That would be Rounders 2 Pizza, home of the Nameless Pizza. That's located in Dale, Indiana. That's T-O-O, not the number two. Follow them on Facebook for all their weekly specials like our favorite, Thirsty Thursday 12 Wings Pitcher Domestic Beer for $16.50. Dine in or carry out for all your pizza, beer, wing, and sandwich needs. Give them a call at 812-867-7172. Check them out on Facebook or their brick-and-mortar location at 12731 North Green River Road, Evansville, Indiana, 47725. Love that place. <clears throat> Can't wait till Thursday. Man, it's, it feels like, well, I went down there and had a couple beers on <clears throat> Thanksgiving, but I hadn't actually been in there to eat and hang out for a while. Yeah. I mean, it's been two weeks for me. Yeah, two weeks for me, too, because I was in Cali, and then yeah, I was true. at uh, the IU game the next week. So, back. We're back this week, I think. I think. Also, big shout-out to Chrome Farms. Yeah. Ben Chrome. And that'll take us <clears throat> into stoking the fire. Might as well just start out with the Extreme Outlaws midget schedule has been released. Looks like no Indiana tracks. Several Illinois starting out at DeCoin, March 15th and 16th. A lot of Missouri stuff. Illinois I-100, Farmer City. Yeah. April 2nd, 12th, uh, sorry, 12th and 13th. Yeah, there's a... Uh, kind of spread it around, but... Going to Atomic, two-day show there. At Chillicothe, yeah. I think they do a lot of these with the uh, Wayne County with the uh, late models. They kind of run with them, not every time, but <clears throat> yeah, I think I think you're so right. So it's kind of good, be a good show. And we Wayne don't, County again. We don't get Illinois. a whole lot of the late model stuff around here. No, of course back with the Iron Man Fifty Five, August second and third. I was thinking about that. We might just put the Iron Man back on the list this year. Maybe we'll see. Let's we'll see what the <clears> schedules <throat> look like. Yeah, if, we, we're, if we're not gonna go west. I think this is the only year we haven't been. Yeah, we didn't go this year. <clears throat> We've been the last four or five. We set this one like. out. Three or four, anyway. And then our finale there, the finale for the Extreme Outlaw Midgets, will be at... Jacksonville Speedway. October 4th and 5th. I'd like to get over there to that Midget track. Showdown. I don't care if it's for that race, but I want to get over there this year, next year, <clears throat> well, maybe they, put that on the list. They raced there several times, it looked like. Yeah. At least once, one more other time earlier in the year. Uh, was it? I thought i seen it. Maybe I was just whacking my tater. I guess not. Uh, uh, let's see. Coming to Coles County in Mattoon, uh, Lewistown, Spoon River. That would be a good one over there July 19th and 20th. That would be a good one. But yeah, I guess not. Maybe you're thinking Jonestown, maybe. Maybe that's what I've seen. I yeah. Mm. Anyways, schedule's out. Waiting for the big one now. Waiting for the outlaw sprints. Also, Houston's schedule is out now. <clears throat> it has been released. Yeah. Um, May 12th for a Mother's Day opener. Uh, there's all, of course, there's the... The weekly. The weekly show. And 
and then then the the big show starting june the 20th houston's hustle hundred thousand to win oh the 19th i don't know if that's a prelim night i guess oh yeah i don't know why i just skipped over that one but yeah Oh, uh, that leads up into the High Bank Nationals. Then it goes to the High Bank so Nationals. So they go the yeah. two-day deal there, and then they go to the Billions Autom- Automotive uh, two-day deal, the July or sorry, June twenty twenty-first and twenty-second. Everybody, have their eyes out on that weekend yeah. or that week. And then the uh, Silver Dollar Nationals are back for the late models, July eighteenth and nineteenth. Wrapping it up September first looks like. Lord of Outlaws are there Labor Day. Yep. Two day deal, thirty first and first. Forty thousand to win. Hell yeah. So waiting for all the schedules to slowly get out. They're getting there. The schedules are coming. We all know which ones we're waiting on though. Oh yeah. Paris Auto Speedway schedule actually released today. Uh, we uh we actually missed that last week, I think, but Oh. Anyways, it's out. Sorry. I didn't add that. Did I'll I put that today? <clears throat> no. Now, that was just me okay. making up words no, in good. my head as I was reading here. You're good. Also noticed that uh, the Avanti USAC CRA Sprint Cars instead of Amsoil being the sponsor. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> I guess we'll talk a little more about that later on in yeah. this, this segment with the social media of the week. But Yeah, yeah looks like Avanti's <laughs> going to be the big sponsor here instead of... Yeah, Amsoil for that on, series anyway. For the CRAs, at least. Yeah, more young gun sprints, of course. Good to see them. Not destruction. That's always a good thing, I believe. Oval Nationals, October or sorry, November eighth and 9th. Is back. So, I'm thinking I might have to fly back out for that one. We'll see. See if I can get anybody to join me. <clears throat> that uh, looks like the weekend after Thanksgiving. What the eighth and ninth of November? Oh, I was looking at twenty seventh. Oh, yeah. It's twenty seventh running. <laughs> I was like, shit, that'd be hard to do yeah. Thanksgiving weekend. Yeah, I wouldn't want to travel then. But let's see, what is the week of Indy? Salute to Indy. Uh, of course, always there May twenty fifth. So all the good stuff back there. Check out that track. It's it's a good place. But so they're done, ready to go. They, God, they got the schedule out earlier than they did the, this this year. They they had it, I think, posted because there's a lot of stuff on stuff going on out there. They had to wait, I think, but. Um, good to see them have the schedule out. Yeah, I do. So. I can't remember when, but it, I felt like it was pretty late last year. Yeah. I feel like it wasn't until like January. Yeah, that's what there. I, I, I Maybe December, remember for January. sure, but I knew it was late. I think that was like the last one we were waiting on, it felt yeah. like. Yeah, so the XR Super Series will be finishing up their season at Alltech Raceway in Lake City, Florida this Saturday, December 2nd. A champion will be crowned. Uh, practice will be held on Friday December 1st, and then they'll have two complete events on Saturday the 2nd. Bobby Pierce, Ricky Thornton Jr., Hudson O'Neill are the top three in points after six races so far. And Saturday they have a $440,000 race and points payout in one night. That's $300,000 season points fund with 75000 going to the winner. So let's see. Friday rescheduled practice, rescheduled event will feature a practice Friday Saturday, one ten thousand to win and a thousand to start. The other twenty thousand to win, two thousand to start. Um, so, yeah, grandstands are uh, forty dollars. Kids twelve and under free. Pit pass for fifty bucks. For adults, twenty five for kids twelve and under. Camping is available. So, a should be a good event. I think. Big money on there for money that coming out. Yeah. For that race. Christmas on dirt. So. Good to see that. It looks so. like a. 
those top three are just in every series that they're running. Yeah. <laughs> it's like those are the guys Let's this year. See how year. close it is here. Bobby Pierce is up. Uh, 64 points over Hudson O'Neill. 48 over Ricky Thornton. Yeah. So it could come down to that. Um, also, regarding late models, the American Sam Driggs owned American late model series as purchased and merged with the Iron Man late model series owned by Chris Tilley, rebranded as the Valvoline American late model Iron Man series. That's a mouthful. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's good to see. That'll be for 2024. The northern region will fill a void in Ohio, Michigan, Indiana. Hey, there we go. Maybe we'll get, a, maybe we'll get some late models over here. And northern Kentucky area that's been missing for several years with the former ALMS, while the southern region will complete, compete in the southern Kentucky, East Tennessee, North Georgia, Alabama regions. That's a pretty good deal there. Split it up and get, the, get these uh, Michigan, Ohio, Indiana tracks going again and northern Kentucky. Yeah. They'll compete under the dirt car late model technical and tire rules. Each event will feature 5,000 to win. 10,000 to win events are identical to uh, dirt car super, sorry, dirt car summer national point structures. Chris Tilly will handle day-to-day operations from the nightly events, while Chris Despain will continue his role as public relations director and a series announcer. Michael Despain. Sorry, what did I say? Chris. Curry. Sorry, Michael. I don't know what the hell I was thinking there. Uh, the t- 20, <laughs> I just started reading <laughs> shit, I guess. Yeah. The 2024 season is currently being put together. So, looking forward to seeing that. Maybe, maybe we'll get some light models in the t- state of Indiana. Hopefully. So. I know everybody's not the biggest fan, but. It's racing, and, you know, yeah. me personally, you know how I feel about late models. Oh, yeah. It's what so, i watched my whole life. Oh, yeah. Uh, switching gears to the World of Outlaw Sprint Cars here, Geo Selsley. Uh, we talked to Wes a little bit about it earlier. I don't know if it was recorded or not, but we talked to him about it. Uh, Geo Selsley back, back on tour, so they've been announcing the drivers is going to be full-time, so don't think we're going to be losing losing many of them, but we'll, <coughs> we'll, we'll see who's who's still standing, I guess. Speaking of World of Outlaw drivers, this one is still looking for a ride. Or, well, now we he's looking for a out. ride, but I'm sure he's still uh, part of World of Outlaw, not jumping ship. But Robbie Price is looking for a ride. Yeah. Looks like he's out of the side 7S. That's the car I was talking about. It's going to be staying World of Outlaw, of course. I think so. Probably. I think so, yeah. I haven't seen an official word yet, but yeah, Jason Sides, we'll he's an outlaw see. guy. Wait and see. But Robbie Price had some good runs in that car. He did. Last year. Yeah, he, he, almost had a win. he almost had a win a couple couple of them, at least one win. Yep, he was close. Yeah. That was a Houston's, I think, wasn't it? He was real close there. I think, uh, no. No, it was, it was a high limit race. It was a. Uh, it was a high limit race because I, I remember it was watching at, uh, it. Man, where was that? It wasn't Eagle, was it? No. It was really late. Mm. It was one of them that went really Anyways. late. I can't remember which one it was, but yeah. yeah. We'll get one. Also, Kyle Cummins parts with Rocksteady Racing and joins a newly formed Petty Performance Racing Team. Jerry Petty, team owner, is the CEO of Vonti Windows and Doors. Hmm. Kind of a bombshell. Yeah. Not really a bombshell, <clears throat> but... I think a lot of people kind of seen it coming, yeah. or at least had heard rumors. Yeah. But it's it's official. Yeah. New team. Wonderful. Run 3C? Uh, I haven't Bring seen... Bring the 3C back? Didn't say what number you'd be running. I haven't running. seen the, the number yet. Yeah. But running USAC, I'm assuming. Yep. Starting out down in Florida. According to the the uh, press, press release, release, whatever, he was going to run the full USAC schedule. Mm-hmm. And also, 
PRIs coming up next weekend. Once uh, that's over with, we should have a lot more answers to a lot more things and we'll have schedules a, and We'll all. have a bigger uh, Stoke in the Fire segment maybe after that one. Yeah, I'm, I'm feeling like that one will be pretty long. <laughs> yeah. I think it will be. But looking forward to it. Not going to make it this year. Sorry to let anybody down, but maybe next time. Maybe next year. But Also, we will be on, me and Charlie ourselves, uh, the, you know, the Dirt Traction Airbrex guys, will be on the radio this Sunday. That would be December the 3rd at 3 o'clock Pacific time, so you can do the math wherever you're living and figure that out. But if you can't catch it, there'll be a, there should be a link posted on the – no, it's on the Paris Auto page, and they'll have a link on their website too. So we'll be on the Racers Radio Show in San, out of San Diego, and that's uh, the AM 1170 uh, station uh, or kcbq.com. Listen live or check back, like I said, on the on the website on that one, so – Looking forward to that. It's a little fifteen-minute segment we're going to be on, so be <laughs> they don't know what they're asking, what they are getting into. Yeah, <laughs> having us on the radio show. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to have to really watch my fucks. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can we can take care of that. Yeah, yeah I think I can keep them under control. Yeah, we can. We'll be all right. But looking forward to that. Appreciate Scott Delosio for for extending that offer to us and getting us lined up for that. So and. Uh, we're still talking about us here. Uh, we'll have a live podcast at Jennings Street Public House in Newburgh, Indiana, on Sunday, December 10th. They open at 2 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time. Come have a drink, food, listen to us chat. The address there is 300 West Jennings Street, Newburgh, Indiana, 47630. Uh, owner Nick Birch will be joining us. He decided he wants to go partake in some Chili Bowl festivities this year. And... He'll be talking about to do like a chili bowl pre-race or pre-event, whatever, pre-show. You know, what we're looking forward to. Maybe some drivers that's, that's you know, be signed up, you know, talk about the list and some of the events and stuff going on. And then uh, Steve Justice and Ben Ritchie of Justice Family Racing will also be joining us. Good friends of ours, the number 12 MMSA Mini Sprint. Going to talk about their season. Probably have some stories. Talk about maybe what's going to go on next season. You know, plans for the future. <coughs> stuff like that, so. There'll be plenty to talk about. And everything about. in between. Yeah. And we're going to be drinking some good beverages and snacking on some food and uh, having a good old time. Yep. So looking forward to that. Appreciate Nick for, for getting that coordinated and getting some date. we got some dates lined up and a date lined up anyways and go do that. So, Which leads us to, do we want to talk about that uh, social media real quick or do we want to leave that alone? Yeah, might as well. I did so, say earlier we would. Yeah, we need to talk about it. We can't leave it, right? Yeah, that's, I mean, it's pretty funny. Yeah, it is pretty funny. So. Let's see comments. Always, it's always the comment section, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That that's where the juice is. Yeah. So it was on the Kyle Cummins. Yeah. Post uh, the the breaking the the article they had. Did you want to read it or join me too? Or? Um, I'm not going to say names, but first guys, like I think Amsoil is out this year. Next year. Next guy reply or next year, yeah. Next guy replies. Does seem odd the series isn't referred to as USAC Amsoil National Sprint Cars. Then the uh, USAC. Now, well, there you go. <laughs> it is USAC Racing <laughs> comes in with a comment says Amsoil is literally in the second sentence of the post. And this guy says what? And absent in the story link, whenever the series is talked about for 2024. And then there's a and he picture. Circles it. Uh, where Amsoil Sprints is circled. <laughs> and then USAC comes back with, 
literally, in the first sense of the story, and in the photo caption, too. Not going to write out the sponsor literally every single time the series is mentioned. That makes a difficult read. Bottom line, Amsoil is back for the USAC National Sprint Car Series in 2024, as is now Synergy Drink with the USAC National Midgets. And then they kind of get back and forth here. <laughs> like, um, didn't know USAC was so easily triggered. Must be Kirk doing these posts about his level of mentality. <laughs> and that's like, that's shots fired. Yeah. And there's a ha-ha there. <laughs> Emerson Axum <laughs> <Yeah>. liked it, <laughs> laughed it. And then is this showing where you're incorrect. It wasn't difficult to do. Yeah. Pretty sure my comment was directed at Craig Fritz, not at USAC. However, in typical USAC fashion, USAC decides to take over something and make it their personal mission to F it up. <laughs> Bravo, USAC, you haven't changed. Then there's Jim Carrey picking his nose with a dollar bill. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's... If you go read it yourself, it's a little more funny than just hearing me read it. Kinda, it's kind of uh, it's pretty entertaining. Out of place because you know they're congratulating Kyle, and then you got a guy asking about the sponsor that's clearly on the fucking post. So yeah, it's all over it. Yeah. Uh, anyways, thought we thought we'd scan that real quick. I didn't see anything. I saw it, but didn't think about t- showing you until later. Until we just get ready to record this part. So. Yeah, I hadn't even hadn't even read it. A lot of times I don't go to the comments just to keep myself from. Yeah, getting fired up. <laughs> getting a little fired up, yeah. Yeah. Which leads us to Dirt Draft. draft. We did decent. You said you, you finished good at least once. Yeah, I had a couple of days. Well, all of them's been like 292, 295, 225. But then um, Saturday, yeah, I think it was Saturday at Ventura, I finished 35th. Had a decent, got 150 points for it. There you go. Which... That's the same amount of points you got, same too. Same I got, yeah. But, yeah, I had Baston, Denny, Miller, Reinbold, and Brent Wiedemann. Yeah. It's tough, man. 98 laps, and then, you know, it's just kind of survival. And then if you guys even made it. So, that stacked field out there. Well, that's the so. first time all week that all five guys I'd picked had made it. Damn. Like, somebody dropped it didn't make it yeah. each time, which is why the 295s. and. Yeah, I got lucky uh, at the Placerville – you know, hang time 100. We'll get into those results here in a minute. But 100 lap race, and I had all my guys make it, and I finished 17th. So I feel I, like I would have been pretty high on that one had I had all the guys make it because I had like, uh, what was it, sixth, seventh, eighth, and tenth, I think sixth, seventh, eighth, and ten, and then a DNS. So damn. that would have been some pretty pretty high yeah. points there. I had Thorson. And ninth, oh wait, fifteenth, Denny in tenth, Galbic third, Moles eighth, and Carson Macedo fifth, which landed me seventeenth at Placerville for the one hundred on Sunday, two hundred eight points. And I had a couple donations at Merced. That was pretty rough there. I think I had a couple DNSs there, uh, at least one. Uh, no, they all made it, but Just Moles not finished twenty third, twenty second. Had a second, third, fourteenth, and twenty second, twenty third. So. Uh, let's fast forward to Ventura, and I was 26th with uh, Jason Persley, Jacob Denny, Corey Day, Chase McDermott, and Jank Andriotti. <clears throat> well, we both had Denny, but that was it. That was it. That's the only two we had a like. Damn. Only one we had a like. Yeah. So that's our dirt draft for the week, and I think we're probably about done with dirt draft. There's not much dirt drafting left, I don't think. Do they pick back up in January for uh, 
Well, they would be January for the Wild West shootout, late models, and then it'd be picking up for Chili Bowl, right? Yeah, I think so. I seen. Yeah. Yeah, I think it is January before they pick back up. Oh yeah, so we got a little bit of break. Yeah. So we're gonna spend our points. Figure out if we get a <laughs> dirt draft shirt or yeah, maybe a ticket. Maybe wait. I'll be later. I'll be in the spring. I forget yeah. that any of that. But anyways, dirt draft winding down. Man, it's done. I guess for now. So yeah, I think so. And that will move us right on into the feature finish. Go ahead and start this out. Uh, Blue-gray Carolina Clash at XR Super Series and XR Super Series Late Models on Sunday, November the 19th. First place was Chris Madden. Second place, Ben Watkins. Third place, Zach Mitchell. 602 Late Model winner was Luke Cooper. Renegade Sportsman winner was Cade Langley, and the Bomber winner was Rod Tucker. USAC National Midgets, Hangtown 100 at Placerville Speedway on Sunday, November the 19th, was Kyle Larson from 16th, Logan Seavey, and Shane Galvick, 1-2-3. Did you watch any of that? I watched some of it. I didn't get to watch well, all we of it. we were here doing a podcast, and it was on, and we went our separate ways. And yeah. That was a late night, but um, you had to get home and cook uh, hot dogs or whatever, or whatever you ended up cooking. <laughs> but, uh, oh, did not cook hot dogs. I saw, I thought, you sent me that Snapchat, I thought it was a hot dog bun. Maybe I was just saying things. But anyways, we'll get into that in our next segment. But uh, I did turn it on in the bedroom, and uh, it was, uh, man, it was, it was a lot of cautions and, Larson's good, and he caught some cautions, and yeah, of course he came up through the field and got it done. But I wouldn't expect nothing less from him. But um, it was a late one, I'll say yeah. that. So, moving on to Merced Speedway on Tuesday, November the twenty-first. Kind of nice having the midweek stuff here, coming to an end of the season. But Spencer Basin, oh, what a outlaw guy, got the win. Uh, second place, Buddy Kofoid. Third, Tanner Carrick. Your IMSA Sport Mod winner was Chris Falkenberg. Your Hoppy Stock winner was Sid Finn. Not two at Merced on Wednesday, November 22nd. Winner, Logan Seavey. Second, JG. Third, Ryan Timms. Your 360 wing sprints. Ryan Timms with the win. Second, Tanner Carrick. Third, Gage Garcia. Your 82nd annual Turkey Night Grand Prix at Ventura Raceway on Saturday, November 25th. USAC National Midgets. Your winner, Kyle Larson. Second, Corday. Third, Carson Macedo. Uh, we did watch the replay of that earlier. It looked, like a, it looked like a lot of flat tires. It looked like it got rubber down about halfway through. But I think they had a high tide come in or something, so they had a lot of wind to drive the track out. But yeah, it's part of having a track on the beach, I guess. Kind of a downfall <clears> of it. But Could be. Anyways, pack stands, though, from what I saw. I did uh, – when did I turn that off? I turned it off because I didn't have time. Oh, I know when I turned it off. Uh, they were doing track prep, and they had the little uh, little skit of – Justin Grant showing his little matchbox cars, showing how you do a slide job or a test slider. So uh, I had that muted, and I decided to just turn that off at that point because uh, it was pretty late. It was probably midnight, damn near. So actually, it was midnight, I think. So I decided to go against that. USAC West Coast 360 Sprint Cars, your winner. I think he led flag to flag. Ryan Timms, second, Brody Fusen, third, Ricky Lewis. And it was already decided at Placerville, but Logan Seavey is your 2023 USAC National Midget Champion. I don't think we mentioned that yet. I don't think everybody knows that at this point. But Yeah. And Ryan Timmons is your USAC West Coast Sprint Car Champion. So that's it. They're, they're done out there now. USAC is done. So, And that completes our shortest uh, future finish of the season, maybe. That's up there with them. Until the next episode when we might not have a feature yeah. finish. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. Maybe we'll have to find some Australia races to cover or something. Yeah. Have some results from those guys across the pond. Love those guys over there anyways. Appreciate all you guys listening to us, too. We do have a pretty good following over there, about 8% on our total listens. So I know it doesn't sound like much, but. Sounds like a lot to us when yeah. it's Australia and we're and I see all those two rednecks in yeah. southern Indiana. I see all those uh those territories it's listened to and it's like, hey, you guys are scattered. So appreciate that. Appreciate everybody, not just them. But moving us into the next segment, which would be the Smoke. Let's talk about some Did you food. get a notepad this week? I have everything down except for the <laughs> except for Monday after we done the podcast. Uh huh. I cannot remember what the hell I had. And I know you just said like the hot dog bun, but it wasn't a hot dog. It was Sunday, Sunday night. Sunday. Yo, oh yeah, yeah, it was Sunday. I can't remember what it was. I'm racking my brain now because yeah. I completely forgot about it. Till you said that, and I did send you something that was on a hot dog bun, but it wasn't a hot dog. Hmm. What could it be? I don't know. <laughs> it's a mystery. <laughs> what was on Charlie's hot dog bun? <laughs> Let's not play that game. Yeah, let's not do that. that we know that some c- of you fuckers would have way too much fun with that. Yeah, I can already hear where that's going, and I don't like it. I know the number one one uh, comment would be Ron Redman, I would guess. But <laughs> yeah, there'd be all kinds of filth wrote down on that. That motherfucker got something for us, I'm sure. <laughs> Anyways, skip the Sunday thing. It's not that important. You know what? Now that you mention it, I don't even remember what I even ate. So I think I just took some leftovers out. I might have ate like, you know, in a part of a pork steak or something. I don't remember. Doesn't matter. It was Sunday night. It was late because we got out of here. I mean, we were yeah, talking. It was, it was a late one. It was a late one. We done well. Late, not really for us, but you had Hensley with you, so you had to go. Yeah, with her. So, anyways, go ahead. So, on uh, Monday night, Brittany made some homemade chicken pot pie. It was freaking phenomenal. You know how I like oh, pot fuck pie yeah. anyway. That sounds amazing. And it never sounds bad. She done it a little different. She didn't like. Make like a pie. She put a pie bottom and just put stuff in it and pie crust top stuff. Like in a uh, like a nine by thirteen pan. Yeah, that's how my mom makes it too. She makes it in a big nine by thirteen pan. Just lines the whole thing. Yeah, fills that motherfucker up and just puts the pie crust on top. Yeah, that's mm. that's what she did. I know Shalyn makes the actual little yeah. pies and stuff. Yeah, and, and those are phenomenal too. But yeah, I, I had that and of course I had to dump a little hot sauce. Oh on hell it. yeah, and I liked it so much. Obviously, I always do. I'm fat. Uh, I had it again on Tuesday. Damn. I mean, I mean you, there's nothing wrong with that. What, what are you going to do? There was a little bit left over. I ain't letting it go to Oh, fuck. I'll eat it every day of the week. Yeah. I, ain't, I ain't letting that shit go to waste. Then, uh, let's see. Wednesday was Drunksgiving. Yeah. So, I think I ended up eating at the corner. I just had a burger or something. Just, just something to soak up some booze. Yeah. Then Thursday, of course, was Thanksgiving. I'm not getting into all the Thanksgiving food. We all have pretty much the same shit. Yeah. I will. I didn't though. I was going to say. <laughs> I was going to say. I will throw this out here because it's something a little different. At Brittany's family, we were having dinner there, and of course they had the ham and the turkey. But then they also had some pulled pork. Yeah. Bar- barbecue pulled pork there. There you go. And they had. A freaking! They had roast beef, roast beef, brown gravy as well. Okay. So we had okay. several meat options there. Got something for everybody. And so and and I had a little bit of all of them. I got a sample of all might, of them. Might as well see which one's best or see yeah. which one you like best. So, 
that was Thanksgiving. We all had Thanksgiving. Then Friday was, of course, Black Friday. Not for, well, it was for me, but I didn't go shopping. I don't do that shit. Yeah. So me and Hensley hung out at the house most of the day. Went and did a couple little things while she was shopping with her friends. And uh, she, Hensley, decided she wanted juicy seafood. Mm. It's her favorite freaking restaurant. If you let her pick, she picks it every day. Yeah. So we went down there and got a bag of that. Like a boil, like a boil yeah, bag. Cr- crab legs and shrimp and Smashed stuff right it. in there. There was not a single piece left over between me and her. Smashed it. Yeah. On and Friday? On Friday, yeah. Busy? Busy down there? There was two people in the restaurant besides us. Mm. Was that so busy? Not, not at really. that time. It wasn't that bad. I had seen earlier in the day, like on Facebook, people saying, stay out of Evansville. It's so bad. And I was nervous driving down there, but... Smashed it. But we went, and believe it or not, I left there hungry, which was dumb on my part by not just ordering more, but that comes to seafood, that kid can smash some food. She ate all the crab legs. I just let her her have them, you know, because she loves them. She ate, like, half of the shrimp, all the corn, like I had a couple taters and some shrimp. Damn, dude. Plus, we did get some dumplings for, like, an appetizer yeah. So I had a little bit, but she ate most of those dumplings too. She loves that place. She smashed it. Then uh let's see, Saturday uh we were out. Just had to do a couple little errands, grab a few things for the house. And we decided to swing into Rafferty's cuz mm. me myself, I've never ate at Rafferty's. Really? Never and she thought this was kind of funny. Usually when I hear that name, I just think of like a sub shop. I don't know why. Yeah. I don't know why, but it just, like, I hear Rafferty's, I think of like a high-priced Subway or something, you know? Yeah. But turns out they got steaks and all the good foods. Man, I haven't. It always smells so good driving by there. But I haven't been there in a while. So what you get was pretty good. Well, <clears throat> she'd been bragging because, like, they cater it to work. Where she works all the time. Well, maybe not all the time, once every couple of weeks. She was just going on and on about these buffalo uh, chicken tenders. Oh, tossed wow. them buffalo that's, sauce. Dude, that's, that's what I got. The, that's what I usually get when I go there. So, Fire. I was like, well, I got to try these things. And, man, I tell you what, I got Fire. those and some cheese fries, and I smashed it. Brought, brought a few home. Actually ended up eating those last night. Hensley ate a couple, and then I finished them off, yeah. the ones I brought home. But. Dude, the buffalo chicken tenders are fire there. They were good. I mean, it has had a little more kick than normal buffalo, too. Whatever, like, yeah. Whatever, it was good. Yeah. So I was happy about that. And then, uh, see, yesterday she had to work, but we fixed some sloppy joes before she went to work and uh, eat those. Went done some laundry, come back and decided... You know what? I'm still hungry, or I'm hungry again, so I ate the rest of the Sloppy Joes on that leftover. A little snacky snack. So I had like four Sloppy Joes God yesterday. Damn, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I uh, guess that, well, tonight, well, we'll wait. I'll wait on that. Like, yeah. Nothing crazy. I just thought of something. We'd do something easy. So Yeah. Always solid, though. Yeah. That wraps up my food for the week. Oh, yeah. Let's see. What did I do? 
Sunday, don't remember, don't care. It was something easy. I think it's like just some popcorn chicken or something. I don't know. Uh, Monday, well, actually, I was going to do those pork steaks, but it got too late. I didn't feel like going out cooking those pork steaks, so I just said, fuck it, I can do it Monday. So I had five pork steaks to cook. Gets you, we'll get you a rain check on the pork steaks, but the dinner. But uh, so I decided that I wanted to do a little something different, and has some of that uh, sweet baby Ray's uh, Nashville hot sauce. Their best sauce, by the way. I don't care what anybody else says. Um, find it at GFS usually. I think they got it in a small bottle. I've seen it on Facebook. At least I haven't seen it in person. So decided to marinate my pork steak in that Ooh. Nashville hot sauce. Sat marinate in it in the sauce. Yeah. Instead in of the regular marinade. Yeah, so I just put it in a uh, you know Rubbermaid container with it overnight in the fridge, and uh, and then I hit it with some Nashville hot seasoning, you know, before I put it on the grill. Mm-hmm. And then there's a I haven't tried it, but I'm trying wanting to try it. It's that uh, pepper jelly, Texas pepper jelly. Oh, yeah. You got that peachy peach habanero. Mm-hmm. Fucking put some of that on there as a glaze. Mm, get the fuck out of here, dude. It's mm. fire. Sounds like some phenomenal pork steaks. It was. I'd recommend it. Damn. And it wasn't as hot as you think it would be because I know one guy on Twitter said, how'd you eat all that? Because that's three hot things. And how's you? And I said, well, I didn't think it was that hot. Just enough to make my nose run, but that's just me. But I could have probably could have made it spicier, maybe. Could have found a way to do that. But i got to get the grill going down here more often. Yeah, dude. I, we talk about it all uh-huh. the time, uh-huh. and I, I've got to get the grill to going down here. I miss cooking some food dude i got that extra uh i think it needs a new grate but uh i got that extra and I, guess what i don't need it <laughs> that extra tabletop weber doug gave me at his yard sale if you want to take it this needs a new grate i haven't got any grate for it yet it's kind of rusted yeah, i might have to i might take you up but on that just, just easy some. for you guys yeah yeah um yeah i've got it out there and i grabbed it just because you know those things are like 60 dollars. you know maybe higher now 40 50 60 dollars you know for the tabletop one. Yeah, Weber used to be cheap. Yeah. Now yeah, inflation's got everything, so. Yeah. Uh, anyways, we'll talk about that later. But uh, Tuesday, did some taco like, roll-up type deal. Pretty much an enchilada, but we just cooked it in a skillet without all the sauce and all that. Just like beef and put some rotel in there and some uh, nacho cheese and stuff like that. Uh, basically, a taco. Taco Tuesday, right? Yeah. Wednesday, Drunksgiving. Like I said, went to the corner in. Got some cheese fries. Got some bacon cheese fries curly fries at there for a little snack because i needed something on the belly got home and that's when i think i ate the rest i ate like half of a pork steak because i had one left so i ate part of that and went to bed thursday thanksgiving like i said same shit every different day you know fucking turkey ham all that stuff i went to shalene's aunt's house and had all kinds of fucking food goddamn so much food um enough for an army and uh then went to my parents' house for dinner, and they decided I didn't even know I didn't even know what they were cooking. Actually, I hadn't asked them, but they were they were opted they opted for something different, and I'm fine with it. They did uh, chicken fried chicken, country fried chicken. Oh yeah, so <clears> deep <throat> fried, put some white gravy on it. I was wondering where this was going. Yeah, I didn't know if you saw it or not, but uh, yeah, my dad hammered them out, breaded them like hand breaded and uh, like uh, I don't know, same shit he he breaded those bread tender ones in. Uh, Zesto, Zesto crackers and shit like that. Yeah. Um, smash that, you know, mac and cheese, corn, all that shit. Uh, was pretty good. Ended up going to Rounders, had a few beers there. Didn't eat anything there. Ah, did, took some ham home with me, but didn't didn't eat anything because I wasn't full, wasn't hungry. So 
Friday, I was off work, so I decided to get out and venture out. You know, I wasn't going to waste the day, so decided to go out to Route 65 Tavern out there in Cynthia, Indiana, as we talked about in the last episode. Ben Crown's new place, and wasn't going to eat that burger because I would have been in bed if I would have ate that again, but I decided to eat the bread of tender one. Got that out there. It kind of looked weird when it came out because, I don't know, maybe it was the oil it was cooked in, maybe. I don't know. It was good. But it was like a it was a wet batter they cooked it in. It was like a buttermilk batter. Oh, yeah? But it was big. Hand, it was hand-patted. No, not hand-patted. Hammered out on a sesame seed bun. I forgot to mention that at the burger the other day. The sesame seed bun. Good presentation purposes. <clears throat> nothing else. Yeah. Um, and the waffle fries were back because I brought a waffle fries the first time I went. And they're fire crispy. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I love waffle fries. Got those and uh, a few drinks and headed to the corner end. Had a couple drinks there. Went to Gibson's for Friendsgiving. And... He had two turkeys, which uh, they were cutting it up when I got there, one of them. And it was pretty nice and moist. I liked it. Mm. Pretty good turkey, good flavor. And uh, they didn't cut the other one up, you know, because who needs two turkeys cut up? And they had ham. Didn't have any ham. Well, I asked Doug because Doug cooked them on his Traeger. And I was like, dang, did you do anything? Did you brine those or anything? Because that's really good, you know. And he goes, <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I showed up here today, and they were both still frozen. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> well. He said they cut them. He, you know, he spatchcocked them. He got a uh, tin snips or shears you cut metal with. Yeah. And had to cut the backbone with that because, it's you know, it's a frozen frozen. Frozen, turkey. yeah. <laughs> I don't know if they – he said they, I guess, maybe got it halfway thought out. Maybe it was still frozen. Well, they injected it, you know, what they could, threw them on the smoker. And, dude, I, if he wouldn't have told me they were frozen, I never would have guessed it. But maybe that's throw the two. That's the trick. Throw two frozen trick. turkeys on the fucking Traeger, and he seasoned them up, of course, too. But I don't know. It's Gibson. He always. I'm sure he forgot to get them out, or maybe he didn't even have them bought until the morning of. I don't fucking know. But <laughs> yeah. anyways, that was pretty good. I didn't eat. I just kind of, dude. I just didn't want to eat because I was drinking. I was trying to drink, you know, and uh, didn't want to eat. I just kind of snacked around all night. Somebody made some chicken noodles there that was fire, and I don't get chicken noodles very often because Sean don't like them. But I gotta appreciate a good chicken and noodle. I know it ain't hard to make, but you can hey, fuck it up. Well, you can't fuck it up. Just some are better than others. Some, some homemade chicken noodles is. No, they were homemade. The big, the wide great. egg noodles, like oh, not, yeah. not the curly ones, the oh, wide yeah. flat ones. Oh yeah. Had some celery and carrots in there, and the chicken that's, shredded chicken. That's that's key. Fire. I like the big wide egg noodles oh, yeah. for chicken noodle. Oh yeah. If it ain't that, it ain't the same. Yeah. To me. So, did that and snacked around. Uh, had some dessert, of course. You know, had to try that out, but. Saturday, uh, did bar golf, hopped around all day, uh, hit, a, I don't know what, nine bars, eight bars, something like that down on Franklin Street. Started at Bud's, went across the road to Chasers, went to the Eagles, went to VFW, went to Franklin Street Tavern, went down to Leroy's, went to Corner Bar, came back, hit Sportsman's. And I was sitting at Sportsman's, and I'm like, you know what, I think I'm going to get a steak, like, later when I'm done. And I thought about going there, but I was like, yeah, maybe, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try a steak there sometime, because I got a pretty good deal on them. So we ended up going to, finished up, went to, had a hole to do at Riverbend, had a drink there, went to Bud's, finished up there, and they drug that shit out and said, fuck it, I'm hungry. So I said, fuck it, I'm going to go over to Smitty's, Italian Steakhouse across the road, same odors, uh, Gersten's and Sportsman's, and uh, said, I'm going to get me a big old steak, because I've been out drinking all day, take it kind of easy, I didn't hit it too hard, but I'm going to go there and get me a big old meal, and I'm going to be done for the rest of the night, and I ain't doing <laughs> shit. But turning on, um, oh, that's what I did. I turned on Turkey Night. Turned on the Turkey Night Grand Prix when I got home. Yep. 
So, yeah, got me a fat-ass 16-ounce ribeye down there at Smitty's. Mac and cheese, hand-cut fries, smashed all of it. And then the waitress goes, or bartender goes, um, so did you save room for dessert? And I was like, you know what? I actually still have room. What do you got? <laughs> she said, oh, we got bread pudding. She had me right there, dude. First thing, bread pudding. Yeah, you got me. Bread pudding. They had some kind of pecan pie, pumpkin pie, all this bullshit. And uh, so give me that bread pudding. Big old thing in like a bowl, you know. They heated it up, had ice cream on top of it. Get the fuck out of here, dude. Damn, I'm kind of wanting it, dessert now. <laughs> smashed it, and I didn't do a fucking thing when I got home. Nice. So I turned the TV on. So Smitty's Italian Steakhouse. Never had a steak there. I've had steak sandwiches there. I've had maybe had a burger there. I've had tenderloins there. And I said, fuck it. I want a steak. And it wasn't that bad price either. You know, you get two sides. A 16-ounce ribeye was like 32 bucks. That ain't bad. That ain't bad. And it's choice cut. It's, they said it's aged, but uh, seasoning was good. I put it up there with, you know, Longhorn up there with one of my, my, my go-to steak spots in town here. Yeah. If I'm going to go, I would go back and do it for sure. So Hell yeah. Recommend. Oh, funny story. We were at the Eagles, and, uh, you know, it's like a club, like veterans and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a VFW type deal. Well, this lady comes through with a tray. And it's full of those, you know, Jello shot cups, the little little bitty ones. Yeah. And she's like, hey, I got Jello shots, and I'm kind of, we're all kind of looking at it, like me, Steve, and Adrian are like, hmm, I don't look like a Jello. But it didn't say anything. And so somebody behind us said something, and they said, well, we're gonna look at these real quick. And somebody goes, that looks like barbecue sauce. <laughs> Opened <laughs> it up, it was a whole tray of barbecue sauce. No fucking no way. shit with lids on it and everything. <laughs> And I was like, I was like, I was gonna say it looked like A one. I was like, who wants a shot A one? <laughs> <laughs> so this lady, she was an older lady. She's like, oh, I'm sorry about that. I thought it was Jello shots because I asked her what flavor it was, and she goes, oh, they're black cherry. And I was like, ah, I just don't think that's Jello because it was kind of, I don't know, it was, it looked brown, you know. You, you could look at it if it's sauce yeah. and tell it's sauce. But no. and it was on the lid and everything, like you know, it had been sauceing around or whatever yeah. they put it on the lid. Anyways, that was funny. And then we were walking down the sidewalk, and and uh, Adrian digs in a bush by the bank down there on Franklin Street and finds three shots of 99 bananas uh, blue raspberry. Two of them weren't open. <laughs> one of them was the neck was drank out of it. Well, he drinks that one. And uh, Steve took the other one. Oh, I got the willies just thinking of it, but I did part of the other one. And uh, that shit make me throw up, dude. It's like rubbing alcohol. I swear. But that was funny. Dug those out of the bushes and gave it to Adrian and find them. But. And he's no, he has no fear. So, nope. I can see. I can his picture him just that's, His wife said it could be piss. <laughs> it's coming from Friday night, you know. Uh, well, who knows through who put him there? But yeah, who cares? He, I think he's still kicking. I texted him the other day, so he's good. But Steve, not so much. Full recovery for him. Hope he gets. Uh, because so he busted out of the hospital today. But nothing related to what we did that day. I don't think. But maybe it's Taco Bell <laughs> the night before. I don't know. Maybe it was the hot dog at, at Leroy's. Don't know. All but, I know uh, is. Same day, I'm getting Snapchats. Dude ends up in the hospital. So, yeah, I, uh, eh. yeah. Uh, it'll be a running joke now. You know, every time if he wants to do bar golf again, be like, "Oh, you can't be going out in the hospital now." <laughs> Anyways, Sunday. That was a busy fucking weekend for me. I had tickets to the IU game up in uh, Indy, playing Harvard at the Gamebridge Fieldhouse where the Pacers play. And uh, me and Hunter went up there, and I wanted to get up there a little early. No, I didn't want to get there last minute in traffic bullshit. I wanted to go have a few drinks. And guess what? Said, hey, Yard House is right there. It's three blocks away. There's plenty of places to eat up there, but, man, I really wanted some fucking Yard House. I love that place for some reason. 
I don't get it that often. I hadn't been up there since what March. We were up there for Supercross, but yep. <clears throat> Guess cheese what? Curds. Cheese curds. <laughs> Hot honey. Hot honey. Man. I had some Tito drinks, and then I had to get those. Uh, I don't know why, but those whiskey pepper wings were fire when I was up. I mean, I was just drunk from all day. I've been up there, but I got them the late night. They were fire. They look good. Uh, got those whiskey pepper. It's like a whiskey pepper sauce. Uh, got those. Went to the game. And they have the weirdest fucking concessions I've ever seen there. Like, we walked up, and there's just a bunch of people standing like, you know, usually you're in line. There's like a computer there, right, to order. Well, Hunter wanted a drink. I said, fuck it, I might get a beer. I don't need a beer, but I'll get a beer. He wanted a soft drink. So we're just standing there, and everybody's holding a receipt. And I'm like, what the fuck is there? And everybody's just getting their name called and the number called or whatever. And I was like, what the hell? Well, finally, after 10 minutes, 5 to 10 minutes, I look up, and I see it says pickup. So I look over to the left, and it says uh, order order window. It's all computers. You have to order on a computer, then get a receipt, and go down and wait until they pour your drink, give no you a pizza. Shit. Yeah. And they had shit all they had shit all fucked up. They were they had duplicated orders. Like she had a whole stack of duplicated orders. They was all fucked up. That's why everybody was standing there. I said, "Piss on this! I ain't waiting around. I don't need a beer that bad. I don't need a ten dollar beer that bad for that point for that yeah, matter." For real. So he ended up going back later and uh, getting a drink when the line went down. But that's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. But that's the world we live in these days, I guess. But did that and then, well, we were we were walking to the pisser. Well, Hunter goes, "Man, I saw a kid with a milkshake. I really want to." I really want a milkshake because they got one, but they didn't have one there. So we're on the way home and on heading home, and he goes, man, is there a milkshake place on the way home? I want to get a milkshake. <laughs> he got that milkshake in his head, didn't so he? He's, and I was like, you know what? That kind of does sound good. I was like, you're driving, dude. Whatever you want to do. So, I get, of course, me, get on the map. I'm searching, right? We're, I don't know, we're not even to Martinsville yet. And he's like, man, wh- where do you think we go? And I said, Bloomington's right down the way, dude. We're 28 minutes from Bloomington at the time on the map. So... I start searching. There's some places in town. He goes, I really don't want to go into town. Well, I said, guess what? There's a steak and shake right off 69. Right in the he name. Goes, he goes, fuck yeah, that's where we're going. <laughs> so we got fueled up, went to steak and shake, hit the drive through, And, dude, I hadn't been there in a while. I don't. It's been a long time since I got a shake there, but, man, it hit the spot. Uh, they got, you know, the Oreo. They got a Snickers. They got a Kit Kat. They have a Butterfinger. Oh, wait, they might have a Reese's. Cookies and Cream. <clears throat> Regular chocolate and vanilla. They had a cotton candy shake. Oh, my. Guess what? That's what I ended up with. And that's definitely, if you're in the area, be calling your name, too, sometime if you ever buy Hell one. Hell, yeah. I don't but know I, that I've ever even got a shake at Steak and Shake. It's really? always just food. Food, yeah. Well, usually I'm so full, I don't have room for it. But uh, it hit the spot yesterday. He just got a, what he ended up with? Cookies and cream, I think. Oh, cookie dough. He could get a cookie dough. But, yeah, it was, man, it was fire. And, and it's cheap, too. It's all one size. Four ninety nine. Yep. Like, Reasonable drive through yeah, in and yeah. out. So definitely hit the spot on the way home, but had to get that milkshake on the way home. But <clears throat> God dang it, now I'm craving a cotton candy milkshake. <laughs> <laughs> or cotton candy blizzard, cotton yeah. candy something. Oh man, I just ooh, that cotton candy blizzard Dairy Queen's fire every time. Man, now I now I kinda want some ice cream. <laughs> Son of a bitch. We just we we even ate tonight before we did we just got ate before we got done with the the interview earlier. And now I'm hungry again. So Yeah, I can't Eat ice cream and go to go to bed. Probably bad, bad, bad idea. Yeah, I mean, I would just fart on that. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that's what happened last time. Yeah, <laughs> Brittany would kick me out to yeah. go to the couch or something. Yeah, so. But uh, that was a lengthy segment for me. But uh, today we had—I didn't even say we had uh, non-bread pizzas. So, something quick. Yep, easy, quick, 
and good yeah. every time. So you fix it how you want it. If it ain't good, it's your fault. Yeah. So that wraps up the segment. Like I said, a little longer than normal, but had a lot, a lot of travel there, but kind of nice to be settled in here uh, with nothing to do but doing this on a Monday. So and we will be back. Uh, I don't know. I guess next week. Yep. This one will be posted, and then next week we'll be doing our live show. On the 10th? Yep. Yeah. So be there, or be square. Yep. And appreciate everybody for listening. Support your local dirt track. Check out our radio segment we're going to do, and come see us at Jennings Street Public House. They do have some food there. Or you can bring your own food, actually. Um, They have some kipleys like flatbreads and cheese bread and shit like that yeah but you can also like they got food trucks in the summer not such ideal time right now with the weather but and you could or you can just uh you know say you want to go get a burger from wendy's or you know anywhere you can bring your own food in and, you know so we'll see what we can come up with there though but i'm sure it'll be a good time that just about wraps it up i think episode 122 in the books. Oh, and I did misspeak, misspeak on the last episode with Harley Burns. I told him we'd be doing this a year and a half. Well, I got to thinking about it. I was like, we've been doing this longer than a year and a half. We've been doing this for two and a half years. Yeah. Because we started it on Sprint Week two years ago, and this is, what, December. So we're already halfway through it. I actually remembered when you said that. I was yeah. going to correct you, and then we started talking about something else, and I, yeah. for, and I just let it I go. Totally, totally misspoke because I, I wanted to say it. I said it, and I was like, no way. We've been doing it longer. I just kind of like thought about it for a second. And like you said, and then and then I actually went, I actually thought about it, you know, one of those times you're laying in bed with nothing else to think about. And fuck, we've been doing this longer. And then I went back and listened to the episode the other day and I was like, huh. Yeah, I was wrong. Anyway, two and a half years. It, it I don't know. It, does it seem like longer or shorter? I don't really know. <clears throat> it was about right, I guess. Seems about like two and a half years. Yeah. It don't we've, seem we've longer or lot, shorter to me. We've done a lot, though. I feel like we've done a lot in those two and a half years. We've, people we've talked to and the places we've traveled, the tracks we've seen, people we've seen, drivers we've talked to and stuff, and everybody we've talked to. But, yeah, hopefully we do the same damn thing again. Yeah. Just or get more. A, get the schedule nailed down for next year and see where we end up. Yeah. So I did misspeak on that. I had to correct myself because I'm sure a lot of you were thinking the same thing. So. But we appreciate everybody for listening and tuning in and uh, interacting with us on social media and all that good business. So, bear with us sometimes on the on the messenger when you send us it. It takes us a minute. I know, like some people want to answer back or a, yeah or something like immediately, and yeah, we'll eventually get to you. One of us will. Yeah, I I don't have notification turned on, so. I usually get one on my Facebook, but I don't have it turned on on my app, so we, we'll get it. We're not ignoring you, I promise. <laughs> yeah. Yep, but, we always get answered. Just don't get frustrated if it takes us to the next day to reply or something, yeah. you know. Hopefully it's nothing pressing. But anyways, I think we're done rambling at this point, but we'll let you guys go, and we'll see you on the flip side. Charlie, what do you got? Just a couple final little words. Peace Peace out, out, motherfuckers. motherfuckers.